Episode 121. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Like Mr. Spock loved that blonde chick from this side of paradise. Like Captain Kirk loved the Enterprise. Now I know why it's called She. I love you. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill. You know, uh, they say that uh, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. It, except for steroids, that does both. <laughs> <laughs> no, that deserves laughter. <laughs> that was actually from, uh, we saw a comedian uh, Friday night, which thank you, Bill. You guys sent to the improv for was free. The, uh, Bill yeah, that was, was the, our... I think that was actually the MC. MC. But he was still funny. Yeah. 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 No, actually, that wasn't the MC. It, yes, it was the yes, MC. Yes, it was the MC. Oh, that was the MC that yeah, made that, that joke? Yeah, the, the guy that came out at the very beginning uh-huh. and he introduced each act. Right. Yeah, yeah, he was mm-hmm. funny. I saw him in the bathroom. Uh-huh. He was sitting there using the urinal. Uh-huh. And I walked, sitting? Was he and he was standing impressive. there in the urinal, and I was washing my hands, and as I walked out, I went, tell you're me. funny, dude. And he goes, oh, thanks. <laughs> and then what? Yeah. Don't look then at then me. He, Welcome to Half Hour Wasted, episode 121. JJ Abrams gets a big man hug from me if I ever meet him. You know, if I ever meet him, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask to borrow money. I'm gonna go, I, that guy's loaded right now. I'm gonna he go can go afford JJ it. in the bathroom and say, You're pretty funny, dude. <laughs> 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 this episode of Half Hour Wasted. Sorry, I thought that was a little more telegraphed than that, but I appreciate it. It's sponsored. Uh, in part by the professor, since it's Mother's Day. Yes, uh, sponsored by Mothers Everywhere. Thank you, Sash, for and uh, Mothers Everywhere and letting us, um, you know, crash your house, crash your and, house and, on Mother's and Day. And thank you, our mothers, for for bearing us so we could be here today. Yes, for special, you, the public. Special Happy Mother's Day to yes. Mom. Is that to your mom right there? Um, you just cheered to a picture. That's, no, that's uh, that's Grandpa. That's Grandpa. Okay. I'm just making sure everybody knows where the mic is. So, okay. you know, in, case you're, in case you're picking your nose or something like that. You know, Discount comic book service brings us uh, our show every week. A mail order service, dcbservice.com. Get your comic books right there on the internet. Save you 40% on Marvel and DC. And they have specials like, for instance, Blackest Night number one, 75% off for only 99 cents. Oh, what? wow. I still right. can't afford it. Amazing Spider-Man number 600. Fifty percent off at two dollars and forty nine. Is that going to be any oh. good? Really? I don't know because you know, <laughs> unless uh, something happens in that issue, I won't be buying it. Now, did I hear? Uh, I heard something like it's it's going to have one super big story and then a lot yeah. of like little five page stories in the back of it. Or something. I don't know. If five one Joey, page stories. Joey wow. Q said he wanted to do like the longest original story ever in a comic or something, so he expects it to be like sixty pages or something. I thought that was like service. That. DCBService.com. I, I don't know. You know. 104 pages, by the way. If uh, something that's, happens. Uh, that's the word from the street. If something happens in, in number Thank 600, you, you know, I can only I can only hope. Yes. Then, uh, you know, maybe I'll start reading again. Okay. okay. Are we a, recording? Yeah. A, a dude Is says a solid 104 light? pages. Yeah. And the bars are moving. Light? Yes, we're recording. All right. So. Does that mean we're recording? Yes. It, is it solid light? Yes. 
So, we are going to talk about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. The movie. I, I've Yay. seen it twice. Oh, it was I'm better jealous. the second time. Really? Oh, gosh. I can't find anything bad to say about this movie. Well, I took, I took I have, notes the second time. Okay. I have my notes, too. Okay. Now, we've already got calls coming in. I can already see them. So let's take the calls. I mean, let's, we can we can start a little early. We, we I can wind we can wind well, around. We're actually late. Well, so. yeah, it's like six. It's we're oh, we're supposed to start. I thought we're supposed to start six thirty. No, Frank, I'm serious. Oh my god, I, I should have turned out. I should have been careful when wow. I sent out that tweet. All right, I think he's still getting over those beers we had Friday night. Who's? Uh, I promised her I'd call her first. Okay. Mm. Who? Mom? Ashley. Is she going to say it was cool and that's it? Actually, I can't get the phone right now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's what she gets. We got to move on. No, I told her I'd call her. I have a feeling that I need to call her. <laughs> Is she texting? <laughs> Mic no. down. She's just Is she calling, listening calling. to pop music? Come on, Ashley. She's surfing the internet on her uh, phone. Answer the phone. It was cool. Actually, I can't get to the phone right now. <laughs> that's, I wasn't expecting that. Because, yeah, you did talk to her right before the show went up, and she said uh, she wanted to be first caller, mm-hmm. so she should have known. I don't know. It's uh, I forget how it is nowadays. Message for you, sir. Um, what? Are Ashley we, Grace. What? Hey. Hey, Ashley. There we go. Okay, Ashley, you're the yeah. first caller. I don't get that. And who is Ashley? Okay. Ashley is my daughter. Is Brad's daughter. My teen. Okay. My almost 15 going on wow. 23. Okay. Ashley, yeah, you Ashley. saw you saw Star Trek uh, Friday night. Yes. Did you like it? Yes, I did. I liked it. Okay. Now, is this going to do this every time? I don't know, but apparently there's some nasty weather moving into the area, so everybody take cover. Um, yes. What you want to do is, uh, um, hmm. you want to lose the storm, Ashley. Open the windows and move yeah. away from it. Okay. Them. So, as a non-Star Trek viewer, you've never seen anything Star Trek. You know of it, because I'm, I'm a geek. But How, Ashley? How what? How I, she... was ra- I was raised on Star Wars. I was not was. raised on Star Trek. So, how, how did you not cross-pollinate? I mean, you've had 14 years to do it. I didn't want to confuse her. I didn't want to confuse her. I wanted to soak her in the Star Wars universe. Or... I, at- I attempted to break out of the Star Wars shell, but I just never accomplished that. Wow. Okay, so as a first-time Star Trek viewer, what were your thoughts? Um, it was interesting. It's different. It, I mean, I think it resembles Star Wars in a lot of ways, but it's different, and I like that. Admit okay. it. You hated Berman and Braga for screwing up the continuity, right? She's never seen anything. What? She doesn't know no. anything about it. So, She's never uh, seen any Star Wars. Any so, Star Trek Ashley, uh, well, let's hey, talk about the characters. Least she, at least did, she hasn't did seen Enterprise. Did you like Enterprise. Kirk? Did you like the actor what? who played Kirk? Yes. T- tell us about some of the characters you liked in the movie. Yeah, who was your favorite character? Um, my favorite character. The correct I-, I think whoever played Spock did a really good job. Okay. He was good. You okay. did it. But you... my you... favorite non-main character uh-huh. was that 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 guy in the yellow that was always talking, and he nobody understood what he was saying. That was Ensign Chekhov. Oh, the Russian. He was a Russian. Nuclear Wessels. Yeah. Played by Anton Yelchin. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. I didn't take notes. It's all right here so seeing in my the, cranium. Seeing this movie, does it make you want to 
uh, explore the Star Trek universe more? Yes. Okay, well, I think I can handle that. Uh, if they came out with a part two, would you see it? Yeah. Is there anything you're confused about? Like, you know, I think Bill and Frank and I took a lot of things for granted that we already know. And I'm just wondering, like, we know what Starfleet is. We know what the Federation is. We know who the Vulcans are. We know the Vulcans don't have emotion and all this stuff. Was there anything that you were just confused about? Or was there anything that you were like, well, why is that a big deal? Well, because, like, I had you explain a lot of the universe to me before I saw it. And if I hadn't asked you to do that, I would have walked out of that not knowing what I just saw. Really? And yes, because I, like, I knew why Spock wasn't showing any emotion. I knew why the Romulans and the Vulcans were not happy with each other. And, like, I, it just made more sense because I had you explain it to me. Okay. So you think maybe some of your friends that went with you had never seen any Star Trek before? They were kind of like, I don't get it. Well, yeah, because, like, I talked to some of them afterwards, and I was like, did you like the movie, blah, 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 and they are like, yeah. And, like, like, they would act like, I could tell they didn't understand it, like, totally and completely, but neither did I. But I understood it more than they did. Okay. So you, you basically have a, a positive reaction to it, though, and, and you'd be interested in learning more. Yes. All right. Well, that's good. I'm proud of you. It it was just as a as a Star Trek geek, it was just amazing. And 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 I'll explain more to you about it. I'll show you. Um, what? What are you laughing at? Me. Why are you laughing at yourself? <laughs> I just posted something I thought was funny. Oh, okay. On the stickum. Yeah. All right. Hey, um, Ashley, thank you for calling. We're gonna let you go so we can get some more people um on here. If you're sitting at the computer, you can dial us up at stick am.com slash half hour wasted and watch us on the webcam stick am okay and you don't okay. have to be a friend anybody can watch i love you ashley bye i bye think bye. you're awesome okay lines are open so that was ashley 14 her reaction positive mm -hmm. Uh, before we get on the call, um, Brad, we know you like it. Bill? I'd uh, love to hear someone call up and have, have a good reason why they give it a thumbs down, because I can't imagine how. Yeah, I, I, my thoughts are that uh, this episode could be real short, because it's like, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Well, let's talk about moments, then. Let's okay. talk about favorite moments. Well, I, I just, um, uh, how about uh, the, uh, the, the couple of nitpicks I had? And this is, this is just okay, this okay. Is nitpicks. nitpicks. Because I give the movie, I give the movie an A, uh, solid A. Um, I, I don't know if I give it an A plus, but it deserves it deserves consideration. I mean, it just it the whole time the movie was playing. I mean, you were just you're just having fun watching that thing. I mean, you're you're in the theater and you're you're kind of you're, you're looking around. And you got that communal experience going on, and you know bones bones crack wise and are you out of your Vulcan mind oh my god Carl Urban was <laughs> perfect he was my favorite character I mean you know not like you know I think Scotty has always been kind of my sure. favorite character mm -hmm. but man in in that movie with that with that with that cast mm -hmm. I think that that Carl Urban knocked it so far out of the park. Well, you, I mean, well, you had mentioned I mean, nitpicks. That's a, a baseball through a windshield in the parking lot kind of knocked out of the park. There. Yeah, you, you mentioned awesome. nitpicks. 
What, what were you going to um, pick? Just the, the, the very simple thing that I kept waiting uh, for this to kind of turn back around and become, you know, become a part of our Star Trek, you know, universe. And I was waiting for them to uh, find an elegant way to hit the reset button because that's what Me it was going to take. That's and what I was waiting for, too. So I, I don't have I don't have an issue with the fact that they went the way they did. Um, but the way they went basically uh, takes that into uh, it's kind of an world story. Or uh, as I was uh, talking to uh, Frank uh, a couple nights ago, um, I think I figured out what it was. That's the that's ultimate Star Trek is what that is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's totally what it is. Man. That's a great, it, it's great a analogy. reboot with younger characters yep, and exactly. You know. <laughs> so, exactly what so it is. So I'm I'm from now uh, from now forward I will uh, consider that uh, ultimate Star Trek. <laughs> my, um, and it was pretty stinking ultimate, man. That was a great ride. My nitpick is more um, set design. Okay. And it was the way the uh, engineering looked. It looked like a warehouse. I kinda. think that was the most amazing set I've ever seen. The the remember the whole tube part yeah. where Scott, that just felt like a warehouse and not like engineering. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I didn't. I, fact, I, I wrote. I'd written down that 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 was my favorite set. Yeah, I mean, the, um, it, it's something you had issues with with Enterprise, and we're going to have issues with, with this. Is that yeah. there's there's no way to dumb. I mean, I, I guess you could buy plywood. and you could actually stick little rubber knobbies on uh you know panels and stuff and i I wasn't i wasn't no way to make that it's just it just felt like a big warehouse to me Mm -hmm. and they kind of went well yeah i guess this could be engineering yeah Yeah. we'll just kind of put some lights up and it'll be fine i loved it i thought it was awesome the bridge okay the bridge was great the bridge was perfect yeah it was it was perfect but Hey, this is Brad, dot, dot, dot. Frank, and Bill on Half Hour Wasted. Who's this? Hey, it's Russ. Good Russell. evening, Russ. To you. You. Russell Latham. Yay. How's it going, man? It's going well. Russell from um, from Legion of from Dudes Legion every of Thursday. Dudes. <laughs> so, Russell, what was your favorite line? We were we were emailing this, and it, it happened to be the line that made me laugh in the movie. My favorite line? Yeah. Um. Well, wasn't it the one that says? Um, Christopher, my name is Nero. Hello, Christopher. I'm, oh, I'm Nero. Hello, Chris. I'm Nero. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was like he was responding to a personal ad. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Nice. Hello, Christopher. I'm Nero. And like, the, the theater kind of laughed. You know, yeah, I could hear great. the theater like that. How many uh, reverse yeah. flashes do you give it? Five out of five yes. reverse flashes. Six. Yeah, yeah. It, was, mm. it was pretty awesome, wasn't it? I Yeah, I just... I, I mean, I can't remember being that excited about a movie in a long time i mean i i had fun watching that movie um and it just it was i, I just i can't I, I really can't find anything even to nitpick about it i mean it was just it was as close to to perfectly done as you could as you can get i wish i had an argument for you but um it's just going to be one big joy fest uh for you know yeah. until we sign off here i was i was thrilled i had you know one one or two little things but you know and then a couple of really oh a couple really? of those but you know really i i turned at one point i turned to frank in the middle of the show and i said i couldn't be any happier than <laughs> i am right now <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah i mean I, glorious. it just blew me away and it's you know anymore it, it it's not that it's not that often that a movie can do that because you know, everything seems like it's either spoiled or you see so much in the previews or, yes. you know, everybody's expectations are so high and then you go see something and it just doesn't live up to it. And this was something where I had pretty high expectations and I like what I saw, but 
afterward, it, it just it totally blew away my expectations. I mean, it just the way it was directed. I, I don't know. I, I, Abram's style in this, it almost felt like you were like a part of the movie. Like the way he filmed it, it was almost like you were a spectator. Like as it was happening, especially that opening shot yeah. with the lens flares and the sounds. Yeah. It was almost like, you know, you were just like in the background just watching all this stuff go on. It was just, it was just superb. And it, it was a real kinetic movie because that camera was constantly moving in that yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, even from that shot of Spock facing the council, remember that shot? It started low, it was sideways, and then it goes up and it turns 90 degrees and it's right side up. I mean, that camera was constantly moving in it. it there, there was a lot of energy. I yeah. had a problem with the lens flares. 95% of the movie had lens flares in mm-hmm. it. Even when you really didn't think anything <laughs> would be actually causing a lens flare, <laughs> but there this was a is lens an interior flare. shot. What's a lens flare doing <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't, it was almost distracting. Wow, see, I never, I don't once remember thinking. But I did notice what you said about how it looked like a lot of times somebody was just holding a video camera, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like. Well, to me, it really, you know, just videotaping the the thing. It, it just felt. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would have thought this if I'd not known, you know, who was in charge of it going in. But man, I just couldn't get out of my head the the, the thought that. You know, this feels like the people who who did Lost. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just with it a just, budget. You it know. just you know, I can almost see Jack, Kate, and Sawyer walking through the jungle. You know, as this movie's going on, it just, well, I just the, the the pace, the the roller coaster, the you know. Did you notice know. that the planet Spock was on had, mm-hmm. had its own Dharma station? Did it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they walked. You know, Spock and 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 Kirk walked into the. The thing that cranked the lights on it looked like a Dharma okay. station. <laughs> yeah, okay. I bet, you, I bet you if you looked hard enough, there was a symbol on there that said the igloo. Well, well the yeah, igloo. and uh, yeah, where, where Kirk, yeah, where Kirk met and, Spock. You absolutely. Know, if, uh, big Abram fans will, will know that there's there's multiple timelines going on in here, just like Lost, and there was the big red ball of goop, which which played a prominent role in Alias. Alias reminded me of the Rambaldi. The stuff. Rambaldi yeah. machine yeah. had a big red ball of goop, and I saw that and just started laughing, thinking, "Oh, that's Alias, right?" There. Uh, Abrams Don't loves his big roll of coops. <laughs> Say again, Russell. Don't forget the slusho. <laughs> slusho. The, the Slurpee brand. The Slurpee brand that they have in all the Abrams movies. I did not know that. Brand. Yeah, it was in. That was the big thing with Cloverfield, where they kept, you know, doing all those weird, weird tie-ins and that that viral marketing stuff. It was uh-huh. that. It was uh-huh. like a Slurpee brand called Slusho. So it's in it's in Cloverfield. It's in Star Trek. That was when Uhura was at the bar, and he says, "What about a slush show?" And she's like, "Okay, fine, I'll take that." And uh, genius. And it was in. I don't know if you guys watch Fringe, but but Walter, Love the, the John Noble character from Fringe, in the last episode was drinking a big old slush show. Oh no way! Oh dear heavens! That's yeah. funny. No, I um I I've I've got this last episode of Fringe is still on the uh, still on the old uh, TiVo. Um, but yeah, I just I fell in love with Fringe uh, from you know the marketing campaign before the show started. The um, I I did like the product placement in it. We had Nokia uh-huh. and we had Budweiser in it. I yeah. thought that was and I thought it was done very well. It was the Nokia thing really? Was that really necessary? And and you did see the Nokia brand. Yeah, it was well. That's part of that's that's part of the branding. You know, I get you know. And any movie that starts off with Beastie Boys sabotage, mm-hmm. that's got to oh, be yeah, a good movie. It just does. Did you did you catch uh, the Greg Grunberg cameo? No, I look was looking really? for him the, the second time. He but, was. Yeah, I confirmed it because I was listening to it. I was like, that's him. He was the. I thought it was the uncle, but I guess it's his stepdad that came across the cell phone when he stole his vet. 
Oh, was that was his voice? Yeah, that's that. That was Grunberg. Okay, oh. I was looking for his face, so, but Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. Is he, is he was, the 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 mind reader from Heroes? Yes. Yeah, okay. and he was in Alias, and he was he in was the pilot uh, in Lost. In the pilot, uh, yeah, uh, he was the pilot. In oh, the pilot really? Of Lost. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's been a while since so I've seen the first him, episode of Lost. Yeah, him and J.J. Abrams like went to. They grew up as kids together. I think J.J. Abrams is very loyal to cool. to his friends and the people he works yeah. with that he knows do a good job. I wish I had grown up. You know, next did you recognize the the green Orion girl? Did you recognize who that was, Russell? Was that Rachel Nichols? Uh, the actress huh? from. From Alias, she was yeah. Well, there was a blonde girl that came in later in the in the uh, the last couple of seasons of Alias, and and yeah, uh, Rachel. That's right. Yes, yeah, that was Rachel her. Nichols. Yeah, that, that was her. The the green Orion girl was her. Fantastic. Soon to be soon to be Scarlet in the uh, GI. Yes, movie. and did you oh, also know? Really? Did you know? Does anybody involved with Lost have anything to do with the GI Joe movie? Because she's in it, and Mister Echo. Is also in yeah. fantastic in uh, the GI Joe movie. You saw him in the trailer. Yeah, I, I would think yeah. that that Mr. Echo would want because he didn't have a good experience on on the set of Lost. That was always my understanding. He wanted out. He didn't like filming in Hawaii. He didn't like being on the island. I guess. Okay, funny, crazy. funny enough, he didn't like being on the island, literally. But did you did you guys also? If you guys are Atlantis fans, did you notice the Paul McGillian? Yeah, the guy that played. The original Doctor, he was in it for about a half a second. Doctor, Doctor Carson Beckett. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Standing by so for Stargate cool. Universe. So Russell, um, so you obviously really liked it. Um, you got some nitpicks. What What could they have done better? You know, it, I'm so hard pressed for any. I mean, yeah. The only the only nitpick I would say is it is it's and I in a lot of it's for pacing and to get everything in and to move the story forward so they can start new is I guess it moved a little fast. I mean, the whole, you know, Scotty's on an outpost in the middle of nowhere and, you know, Kirk is just, you know, probably some junior grade lieutenant or something like that. And by the end of the movie for, you know, Scotty to be, you know, pretty much a fully functioning piece of the crew and, you know, Kirk to be promoted to captain, it, it, it a little rush, but I, I mean, that's just so minor. I mean, it's almost like I, I almost, like feel bad for saying it you know it's, it's, well i guess my nitpick uh, if i if there is any is just that we can't enjoy this movie and go oh so that's how kirk became captain oh so that's how spock met kirk because that happens and you know that happens in the ultimate universe that happens on earth 37 or something you know that's not it's not part of you know star trek our prime. original continuity that's that happens in star trek prime yes. we're watching ultimate star trek you know, yes the, the that's star, about this, star trek 616 is uh, what we've grown up on the and the good thing uh, about this movie is, is that that universe still yeah. exists yeah they went out yeah. of their way twice yeah. well what's odd though to okay. mention the alternate universe things and then so, even on top of that they even what are you talking so did, about so did man. spock <laughs> yeah they need they need hugo didn't they <laughs> yes <laughs> for, uh, for someone to explain it to that would have uh, would have helped the audience out a lot what are you there, saying? There, there are two things. One, I thought it was awesome how they kept like Kirk in character of Kirk, where, and they kind of alluded to this, especially like in Star Trek Two, where he has this affinity for like antiques and for old things. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he, you know, he stole his stepdad, uncle, whatever it is, his Corvette, you know, which is, you know, an actual you know car, because obviously they, they they probably don't drive around in you know gasoline combustion engines at that time. And the fact that his motorcycle was like an actual real motorcycle, not like a yeah. hover bike, like a top hat. So, you know, again, it's like 
it, it's going back to to what that character what that character is. And you and know, then the whole. Oh, go ahead, Russ. I would say the other thing is I thought it was pretty cool how when they explain the whole alternate timeline thing, it's almost when they're on the bridge of the Enterprise and they're having that discussion. It was I, I waited. I was almost waiting for them all to just turn around and face the camera and like finish that discussion because it was like, okay, we're going to explain this to you people so everybody <laughs> understands how this makes sense and how this fits and, and how it works. And I thought, I thought I just thought that was kind of cool. Would have helped if uh, Michael York had uh, turned to the audience and uh... that goes for you out there too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, Russell, we're going to let you go. We got some more other yeah, calls yeah. coming in. I can see. I can see the other calls. But coming. I like Russell. <laughs> Russell's nice, but we're going to let other people talk. We got to gotta share. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let other people get in. <laughs> so Legion of Dudes every Thursday. Check them out. Yeah, we'll be recording a little bit. Yeah, Russell. Dwayne Cook, right? You guys yeah, going to do. Uh, uh, New Frontier. New Frontier. That's nice. the that's the new Maxi series that they're going to be doing. So have oh, fun, man, guys. I need to read that. Tell All me right. how it is. Later, Russell. All right, guys. Bye. We'll, we'll love you forever. Uh, you know the the one thing that I wish they hadn't done in uh, and this is the preview is show that shot of the Corvette going over the the cliff because that was a great shot and I wish I could have experienced that yeah. in the theater and not seen it in the preview. What is that? He's sending a fax. I just answered a phone call. Oh. Hey, who is this? Sean. This is Sean. Sean Price. Sean. Hey, Sean, great to hear from you, How's man. How's it going, man? So how did you, as a black man, like this whole white man phenomenon thing of Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that didn't take long. <laughs> I just went right for well, the jugular. You know, <laughs> no, you know what? I, I thought it was quite entertaining. Uh, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was a nice balance of action and story and explosions and science fiction and it, it was it was all you know put together in one nice red ball so i, I, I found it uh, quite enjoyable okay did you are you a star trek fan to begin with you know here's the thing i've seen all i've seen all 10 star trek movies and all the series with the exception of like the last half of voyager and uh, pretty much all of enterprise okay so okay. i consider myself a consider myself a fan and um but my whole thing is I'm not a purist because right. there are pe- there are people that are so hardcore in the track that they refuse to see this movie and they act like the 10 Star Trek movies that you know that have been presented to them are gold when really only 5 of them are you know good. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's you know, a that's so, a um, w- wonderful comment and they're really missing out. Oh yeah, almost oh, definitely. M- most definitely. The only thing that only thing that scares me about this Trek movie is that, you know, the way it was filmed, watch. There are going to be a lot of people that if they make a science fiction movie, they're going to start stealing that lens flare and glare stuff. You're going to see a ton of that over the next couple of years. There was well, also they, some well, weird they focus do that? things going yeah. on. Like, you, like the camera was looking through the bottom of a glass bottle or something. It was really odd stuff. Shoot, that's, uh, that's kind of uh, Ron Moore-ish, you know? I yeah, mean, Battlestar that, Galactica, that, you know, introduced a lot of that lens flare and snap zooms. And, and, and I would even go uh, Serenity as well, because yeah. they yeah. did that yep. a lot. I, mean, I just think that's kind of a modern effect, you know, not, not to argue the point, because I, I basically do agree with uh, Senor Pryor. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I don't think that that's that's a unique thing to the Star Trek movie that nobody else has ever done before. But yeah, I absolutely, you know, there there will be imitators out there. Um, unfortunately for us, most of those imitators will be on uh, Sci-Fi Saturdays with uh, very low budgets. Mm-hmm. So right. they're, they're gonna have to like <laughs> very much so. they're gonna have to like paint the uh, the lens flare in like watercolors <laughs> or something. Let me ask you this, Sean. Uh, yes. Ask? No, axe. 
right, he's black, whatever. so I'm using the. the that's a, that's actually a Futurama yeah. uh, thing. I'm using too. the Ebonics. <laughs> no, I'm trying to relate to our. Okay. okay. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm going to I'm going to just back away from the table no, okay. for a minute here. There was a ridiculous. <laughs> I said it. A ridiculous thread on the, the Comic Geek Speak message board about okay. if this was a reboot or not a reboot. Okay. And uh-huh. basically. It just boils down to what your definition of reboot is, yeah. and I'm just wondering: do yeah. you, do you consider this a reboot? Well, the thing is, is that it's it's one of those I like to call soft reboots. If it is one, because technically it is, and technically it isn't, because it's an alternate timeline. Um, you know, by Nero doing what he by Nero doing what he has done, and with you know. The, the old school Star Trek continuity technically in existence still, but with Nero going back in time and changing things, it's essentially an alternate timeline because that old timeline exists now. This timeline exists, yeah. and now I'm all cross-eyed. So now, uh, yeah. now it wasn't Dude, that's, Nero that's, who did this, this, this though. Nero didn't do it. It was it was the original Spock who did it. It was that machine that caused it because it caused the singularity, which brought them yeah. both no. in. Well, very true. Very true. So it's really original spock that did it well but this is also very standard uh uh, you know and but it's not a bad thing it's just what his actions caused this right so what what i want to know Nero took advantage of the situation Mm -hmm. and to try to yes well this is my favorite interpretation of the way the universe actually works is that every decision you make you know is paired with an equal and opposite redecision sorry isaac uh Anyway, um, so, you know, every time you make a painful decision or, or a not-so-painful decision, then you spawn, you know, a, another universe off in which you made the opposite decision. And mm-hmm. so it's just, you know, there, you know, much like at the end of Terminator 2 where Linda Hamilton, just, you know, describes the, uh, you know, the universe as like a multi-lane highway. And that's exactly what it is. And there's there's lanes are, are opening up exponentially all the time. That's hyper-time. You know? Um, DC. Okay, that's that's it's a good yeah. DC callback. There's yeah. what that is. I like that. So let's bring Wave Rider in on this. Uh, Wave Rider's actually uh, down here at the uh, far end of the table. We just can't see him. The cameras in his camera's not wig. wide enough. Sorry, everybody. Sean, he has John three sixteen wig. Do you have any nitpicks, Sean? No, I, I don't have any nitpicks actually. Um, you know, I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I, the wife and I went to go see it yesterday, and she really enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, she said that that movie. She's what she would be willing to go pay to see it again. Nice, I Excellent. did. I paid to see it twice, man. Man, uh, my uh, the professor was overjoyed. She said, you know, she couldn't. She literally could not believe how uh, how much she enjoyed that movie. And she said, uh, we were at breakfast today, and she goes, I actually want to see that again wow. in the theater. Yeah, which is pretty rare for her. So, in fact, I went back to approval. the same theater we did, and mm-hmm. I sat in the very same seat. Really. <laughs> I'm not kidding at all, <laughs> man. That th- we we were in a brand new theater that that even had brand new theater smell to it. It was I mean, amazing. leather seats, yeah. or at least I assume they were leather. Yeah, no, they well they were they were pleather at the very <laughs> least. Uh, they were they were very leathery, grade imitation leather. Yeah, but man, we had some seats that were uh, about halfway up the theater. Uh, there's a uh, they they stop the seats and have a little walkway, and we were directly above that walkway. And it's the it, you're raised up enough that there's no way people are going to walk in front of you or anything like that, and so you had nobody in front of you. You had you, if you kind of stretched your legs out, Brad, Frank, and I could uh, kind of rest our feet up there, and the ladies were too short for it. But man, what a great, what a what an, in, an incredible environment that was. And I mean, you know, not only that, but brand new theater, brand new movie. 
Um, you know, what a yeah, great it, crowd. it was a digital screen. It was a yeah. digital screen. It wasn't a humongous theater. And uh, the the I don't know what what did, what did they call the sound system, Brad? Well, the whole thing was called an XD cubed screen. Okay, it was uh, I can't remember what it is, but it like X- like Bill said, it had to be like a twenty to one yeah. surround sound system. Yeah. It was yeah. just amazing. Wow, see that's nice. That's really we had it in Dolby EX um, surround. If memory serves XD3 me right, XD three and Dancing um, Geek says. You know, it was real nice. It, it was real nice. We're trying to find an IMAX around here that's playing Star Trek, but if if not, we'll just go see it in the movie theater again. You know, on a matinee or something like that. But last thing before uh, the missus and I go eat some dinner, um, Car- Carl Urban was channeling DeForest Kelly. God, yes, you're <laughs> so right. If I, if I had to pick one of the people that that was that did the best job of representing the original character it would definitely be him there were oh, others he, that were close but it was definitely him. He, he chewed up screen time are you out of your fucking I, mind oh, I oh, wait just, what was the other great line mouth. he had about uh she she uh she left pointy, me with, with just green, my bones pointy-eared hobgoblin. yeah she took the whole damn planet in the divorce and left me with just my bones <laughs> <laughs> and, which is nice that we heard you know how that that's how he's known how as he bones to, <laughs> all right enjoy your dinner and, sean most definitely. Hey, hey guys. Yes. Hey, have a great night, and I will talk to you soon. Appreciate you. Take care, okay. Sean. Bye-bye. Uh, that's Sean from PKD Media. Awesome. PKDmedia.com. Check him out. Oh, hey. Good morning. What's a superscript character? Uh, go ahead, Carl. You're Hello? on the air. Hello. Who's this? Hi, Bradley. I'm Ken. Ken Morgan. Ken. How Hello, are you, buddy? Ken. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why do you sound so happy, Ken? Ken who... <laughs> All right, Ken. How many reverse flashes out of five do you give it? Nice. It's five. Five yes. out of five. Good man. Any nitpicks, Absolutely. Ken? Nitpicks. Um, probably the only one is that some some things, and this is it's all mine, but some things seem too convenient. Like Kurt just happened to be dropped off on the same planet Spock was at, and that <laughs> just happened to be the same place Scotty was. You know, but beyond yeah. that, nothing else. Nothing well, else you know. That. Kirk well, has he just always happened. been lucky. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like yeah, ninety nine on the luck uh, percentile for sure. Um, um, but yeah, the the fact that he just so happens to drop down a chasm, you know, <laughs> lands right in front of a cave that Spock just happens to be in. One of my yeah. favorite right. my favorite points in the movie though was in that very scene where where uh, he goes James T Kirk and he goes Do I know yeah. you? And Spock responds with Yeah. I have been and, and always, always shall be. be. I got goosebumps when yeah. he said that. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, Kirk, we can't say here, but he had a great response. <laughs> yeah. BS. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I just, it was interesting that there were an awful lot of callbacks to, uh, you know, the other Star Trek. I mean, they seem to, they seem to get, you know, almost every catchphrase you were expecting made into that movie. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it just, you know, it, I'm it was, giving it all I can, Captain. I know. It, it was like they were, they're bound by, you know, some kind of legal settlement to, uh, you know. <laughs> well, they, they kind of are in order to keep the fans happy. So yeah. they, that, was, that's their legal settlement. There that, were that tons was, of things in there for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, like, yeah. tons of them. And who was your, who do you think did the best job of, of representing a, an original character, Ken? Uh, I'm going to go with what everybody else has said so far. It's definitely Carl Urban. I mean, everybody was great, but he nailed Bones. You're yeah, he right. was. Uh, Even that's perfect. I, I love that that kind of crazy eye he had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we first meet him, he's unshaven. It, it reminds I me know. a lot of, of Star Trek, the original motion exactly. picture. When he comes back, he doesn't want to get on the transporter. <laughs> he's got the beard. He's just... <laughs> 
he's angry and his mad. whole tirade when he gets on the shuttle. <laughs> I, I may throw up it. on you. <laughs> Wait until you got a case of Andorian shingles and your eyes balls bleed. And it was just. It couldn't have been any. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Look, <laughs> literally have Look goosebumps you thinking about skin. it. So I'm, I'm ready for the Blu-ray. Mm. Yeah, I cannot wait for this thing <laughs> to come out on DVD. I what mean, was uh, home, home, home what, run? What just gave you goosebumps, Ken, when you watched it? What was just like? Yes, I'm so glad they did that. Oh well, I, uh, there's just so just so much. I'm trying to think of any one thing. You know what? I think the one that made me smile the most, and I can say goosebumps, was the whole Kobayashi Maru moment. Oh, that was <laughs> you know, when he pulls out the time. apple. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was true. Awesome. That was like, you know, they're shooting the down. Are they? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, this Kirk, I think, has just a little more swagger than, than our James T. But, Kirk, know, but he, he's younger, too. He did well. so many things that reminded me of Shatner. I'm like, yeah. that was Shatner. Even yeah. every once in a while, he his inflection in, in, a, in a, the way he would address somebody. What are you talking about, That was man? Shatner. Or... The way he would turn and look at the women, hey, how's it going? You know, oh, yeah. I love that. Well, about I him. think part of it too is that it, our the six one six Kirk um, has seen enough death and has experienced enough finality and has had enough close scrapes that maybe he's you know the universe has sobered him up a little tiny bit. Where this Kirk is still you know wet behind the ears, fresh, brash, doesn't know any better. You know, to his benefit, to our benefit, the listener. But um, but yeah, I think that uh, the Kirk thing. Um, uh, I yeah. think Chris. Pine I think I a, just made a great a point. Great job, and I'd like people to uh, call yeah. in and let me know that Chris Pine get, did a great job. Yeah, Ken, I wasn't. I was not. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Frank. Go for it. No, go. go okay, go. I was just going to say that uh, um, the one cast, um, uh, the one cast member that I kind of went really just because I had no idea who this guy was. I'd never seen him in anything. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen uh, Smoking Aces. Uh, I've seen bits of it, but I understand that I need to see it to watch Chris Pine's performance in it. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be exceptional. I whatever saw that Smoking means. Aces, and and I don't, I didn't care for the movie. First okay. off, but well, I don't remember him being in it. He was a lunatic, apparently. Uh, I think he there was, was a fantastic few in this movie, as far as um, I'm concerned. But so anyway, Chris Pine was was the one character I thought, you know, that's not just obviously from the word go nailed casting because you know even John Cho and Anton Yelchin and Zoe Saldana. You know, you're just going to have to you're going to have to get used to them. Um, so yeah. just deal with it. But, you know, uh, Cher- not Jeremy Sisto. Um, uh, Spock was, you know, obviously perfect yeah. casting. Jeremy Sisto, where they come from. And, um, you know, McCoy was perfect casting. And I, I love Simon Pegg so much that, you know, I and like he was totally I, I, I th- maybe maybe my one nitpick was that Scotty did not get enough screen time. No, he didn't. Um, he didn't. You know, I know Scotty at all. I know. And, and, you know, he got his one catchphrase in. So I guess that helps. But uh, anyway, so I just I thought that uh, Chris Pine, um, uh, I went into it uh, feeling a touch wary. I was not, too, not worried. I was too. Just it was like I thought the the one weak point, if there was going to be a weak point, was going to be uh, uh, Chris Pine. Um, but we didn't have to worry about that, now, did we? No. You know what's interesting you, is my daughter said, Daddy, did the same guy play sexy. Captain Kirk that played Captain Kirk's dad? Wow. And I said, no, but they did look a lot alike. I mean, yep. they oh, really yeah, they did. did. Yeah, George. They, yeah. mm-hmm. they clearly took a lot of care casting it, absolutely. Yeah, it was, I was really impressed by that. Now, Ken, the, it, I don't know if this was ever leaked out or not because this was new to me in the movie, but the relationship between Spock and Uhura, was that ever, was that ever, was that released? I mean, did anyone know that that was coming? Because, I didn't. Because if I had heard no, that, that so- if, if I had heard that that was part of the story, 
I really would have had a problem. I would have been like, you know, of course I'm wrong, but I would have gone, really? I still That's, have a problem with it. Really? I kind of like it. I'm sorry, what do you have a problem with? You know, I, I, mean, I don't have a problem with it because there, there's been a lot of, um, well, not a lot, but definitely some flirtation between Uhura, at least Uhura towards Spock, in the very early episodes of the series, in fact. Uhura was always trying to uh, uh, get right. Spock or make him smile, things like that. And I was just watching episode one again the other day. You know, she's trying to get him to think some romantic thoughts and thoughts, and just can't can't get them out of him. There, that so, is true, and and I do I do acknowledge that. But I thought it was very out of character for Spock to okay to be so open with his feelings towards yeah. another human being. I thought it, it was odd. It uh, didn't it didn't ruin anything for me. It was a nice change. I think it was a brave decision, but at the same time, I was like. That's not the Spock I know. I think the professor and I agreed that um, that Spock's character, the actual characterization you know, that the actor gave that role was by far um, the farthest away from the, our 616 counterpart. I mean, Kirk was pretty much... Kirk was a little you more toned down. I, I think Spock's character was quite a bit different. He, he wasn't as logical the, he, than he, the 616 Spock. He, he had a nice... He had some attitude about him. Yeah. I mean, that, they explained that, it well. Yeah, that that w- wasn't very obvious in, in our original Spock. You know, our original Spock was very cool, calculating, and and with it. <laughs> this Spock, you know, he was sarcastic, but in the very Vulcan way. <laughs> One of my favorite, uh, you, you always get those Star Trek, um, uh, The you always find them on the uh, the internet, the, uh, uh, oh gosh, where am I going? Um, uh, you get the, um, the, Come on, help me out. Um, pull it out of my mind. Do the I need I need a Vulcan right need now a Vulcan to pull this out of my mind. Um, you know, you see the poster that has the uh, the, the words of wisdom, the you know, signature, right. you know, and uh, yeah, the uh, you see a lot of Star Trek ones. Yeah, and uh, I saw one oh a those few inspirational days ago. posters, inspirational. Courage. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it says. It says continuity. Let's just pretend this never happened. It's a it's a still image of Kirk and Spock at the 3D chess game in uh, where no man has gone before, and Spock's got that big smile on his face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, let's just pretend this never happened. <laughs> so I guess we can now pretend that never happened, or maybe where no man has gone before actually happened in the Ultimate Universe. Uh, Ken, what did you think of the Enterprise, the ship, the interior, the exterior? I loved every single bit of it. I remember during the early stages of the, like the production when they first showed the ship, there's everybody's like, "Oh, it looks wrong. The nacelles are wrong, or this." And it never bugged me. But the whole ship, I loved. I liked. I liked the engineering. I thought it looked more like a power plant than the, the one plant. little room you ever saw of the yeah. original Inter Enterprise was. Um, someone else was. I heard talking about how. You know, well, it looks more futuristic than the next generation stuff. And but what I can say to that is, if I'm going to go see a movie in 2009, this futurist, futuristic technology better look more futuristic than what I'm already using. If they show me something from 1960s today and it looks like something I was using seven years ago, yeah, uh, I wouldn't have believed it near as much as I did. But I, I love the whole ship. I really liked. It. Yeah, we'll just have lot. to we'll just have to agree that that's just something we're all going to have to deal with yeah. because they're they're not going to make something that looks more primitive than the right. original series is set, absolutely. Hey, uh, do we know what year that happened in? Because it sure seems mm-hmm. like that happens in like the year 2050 or something. It happens. I mean, it just it, it felt like it was just right around the corner. You know, you know, I was looking there was at that so much. Well, Kirk was 25 years old. Okay. Because Nero came back okay. the day when Kirk was born. Right. Nero had said twice, at least, he said he'd waited 25, yeah, waited 25 years, years to do this. this. Yeah. So Kirk's approximately 25 years. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to point out right. another thing. Uh, Pike, who, by the way, Bruce Greenwood 
I've loved him ever since he was on that Nero Man. What year, Frank? Oh, I'm still. Uh, no, I'm still. I was just agreeing with you. Just oh yeah, fist up. Power of the people. Bruce baby. Greenwood was awesome. Um, the wheelchair scene made me laugh. Oh, at the very end, Pike <laughs> still ends up in a wheelchair. <laughs> beep boop. That but he doesn't have oh, yeah, the that boop, was a great boop. nod. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Pike said, "Take care of her, Spock. She's brand new." Okay. He said the Enterprise was brand new, and six one six. Pike was captain for 25 years of the Enterprise before Kirk took it, right? Isn't that right, Bill? Um, It was a long time. I I thought it was more like 11 years or something. Okay. Because even uh, 11 is a lot different than brand new. Yeah. A question we've got that we, you know, I guess we need to have answered. I would like to have answered is uh, uh, what happened to Robert April? Um, Because uh, I've I've heard some people say that the. the one reference to Robert April was in um, the uh, the animated the turnabout series? clock instant, whatever that was from the animated series. We could go we go scope it right. out if you want. I'll uh, point the uh, the webcam at the TV and we can all watch it together. <laughs> um, but uh, but that's the one time where you hear the name Robert April reference, and I always consider that absolute canon with a capital K. Okay, I know it's with a C, but um, yeah. Okay, here's how you handle any continuity questions or any nitpicks or any questions you may have of things like that. See? The Kelvin was destroyed at that moment when the, when Nero came through. I'm sorry, were you cursing there? You got <laughs> Did you censor yourself? <laughs> no. you, we got a beep right when you said your key word. What did you it say? It was the adjective that got beeped. I, it was perfect. <laughs> I know what I was start. I said, this is how you deal with any nitpicks or any problems you may have have of things like that. The Kelvin, the USS Kelvin, was destroyed right when, when Nero came through. How many missions over the next 20, 25 years should the Kelvin have been on that now it's not there? Okay. You know, maybe in a future, future mission, the Kelvin would have been involved with Robert April, would have survived, and maybe yep. died. Okay. You know, same thing with how did Scotty end up there and not in the Enterprise anyway? You well, know, maybe any number of things could have happened in those 25 years. Okay, well, definitely just the, like the first flight that got affected. So that here's something. Definitely I, the turning point. So I think this might be interesting. So then. Is the series Enterprise supposed to be in another alternate universe? It's in the six one six. How? Because again, to, let's it disagrees not talk about Enterprise. Yeah, let's okay, okay, you're right. Talk about it. Okay. Um, Ken, is there anything else you wanted to? There goes the next five Anything else you wanted to point out before we uh, move on to the next caller? No, I don't think so. Ken, uh, let, let's promote your uh, your web your um, uh, your podcast. Too old to grow up. You're also with the Legion of Dudes. But yep. uh, tell us about Too Old to Grow Up. You guys just did a, a Wolverine-centric episode. Um, yeah, we did our our movie episode for Wolverine, and uh, that came out last week. We're going to have a – we're not doing Star Trek this week only because my co-host Art has not seen it yet. You know, I'm going to go <laughs> see it on Friday, so I'll see it for the second time. That'll be next week. Um, you know, we come out every Tuesday, well, usually Monday night, and we do anything from uh, not just comics to movies, TV, video games, what have you. In fact, this week we're going to be just looking back at uh, – an old favorite, the Sega Master System. So you never know what you'll have. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Ken, did you hey. go out to Free Comic Book Day? I did. Did you pick up Ape Entertainment's cartoon Palooza Number Two? Oh, yes, yeah, sure. I, I, I did get it. I looked through it and I saw a wonderful little Easter egg. Yeah, there's actually there's four Easter eggs in that June oh. June Bob Kim. I can't find that. I'll show that, you right here. You know, I got it right here. I mean, here. I haven't been I able to find that uh, comic. By the way, uh, Brody is God. Appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to uh, Robert April's Wikipedia page as we speak. We'll see if we it's, can uh, some It's on out. the same page. Actually, there's two fire hydrants, Ken. Um, on the yep. right fire hydrant is the half-hour wasted I can see it. symbol. On the left fire hydrant is the CGS symbol. But if you turn the, the 
If you rotate your comic 90 degrees, you can also see T-O-T-G-U and L-O-D. <laughs> Here, let me see. <laughs> right next, nice. I, right, I miss those. Yeah, right next to the CGS symbol, there's a little plug for Too Old to Grow Up and Legion of Dudes. I missed those. I had to go check. I saw the first two. I did not see those other ones. That's Would you awesome. quit swearing and censoring yourself, please? <laughs> I don't I, understand how you can be in a seven-second delay. <laughs> I'm not saying anything of the sort. I know. All right, Ken. <laughs> Thanks for calling, buddy, and uh, have a good recording Thanks tonight. Thanks very much, guys. And that's too old to grow up. Dot com. Talk to you later. Bye. Nice. Yep. Thanks, Ken. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna step away for just so I can keep talking. Where are you going? You no no. Get back here. His phone's ringing already. All we'll right. talk to him. Hey, this is Brad and Bill. Frank stepped away for a moment, but you go ahead. We're the important <laughs> ones. Who's this? Hello? Hello, Hello. who is this? <laughs> this is uh, Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson. Mark, how you Vertigo. doing, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hey, it, turn your radio down. <laughs> Make sure you turn your radio down. Yes. No the doubt. Three of us thank- need to the radio's fa- not on. Okay, we. I thought I heard. I was just being silly. The three of us thank you for the the gifts you send us. No doubt. Thank hey, you very Mark. Much. Thank you so much for those. I got the or- Bill gave me those or- uh, Wolverine origins at the at the movie. Yes, that's very cool, oh, of you man. No, no problem, guys. No problem. Absolutely. So how's how's V for Vertigo these days? That's your podcast. Uh, it's rough. It's <laughs> nice that we had another co-host or someone that talked. Have you pod faded <laughs> yet, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Me? No, I could go days for to- uh, with talking by myself, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm half tempted to, but I'm just having fun. It's it's all good. It's all good, guys. Cool. Yeah. Well, okay, so what'd you think, man? What'd you think I of the movie? I thought the movie was phenomenal. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a great movie, but oddly enough, I still wouldn't put it in the top four. All right, it's good to talk to you, Mark. We'll check you later. Hey, hey, hey. Top four of what? Because you were waiting for someone who didn't. Yeah, I I, I seriously would like to know why you think this movie isn't all that. Well, no, I do think it's all that. I just don't think it's better than First Contact, Voyage Home, Rathacon, and Undiscovered Country. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, is that really a fair comparison? Because... Well, is it fair to compare Insurrection to Wrath of Khan? <laughs> no, it's not because it's it, <laughs> this the, is mean. the four that he just yeah. cited. Yeah. That was the six one six crew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the ultimate yeah. crew. Is it really Good fair point. to compare the two? Well, I mean, it's the same yes, characters, it's, it's, different environment, but the same characters. If you can compare, uh, if you can compare Voyager to the original series, then yes, it's fair. Hey, Mark. It's all Star Trek. How can you yeah. not compare them? I. Yeah. Love all four of those movies that you just cited. I love them, and I'm probably going to watch them a hundred times more each. But okay, well, th- this movie—I mean, did it move you, or did you were like, eh, whatever? No, I, I've never been a fan of the original series. I've always enjoyed the movies more. But this movie, I thought all the actors were really good, and they moved me. But I think the problem is we haven't spent enough time with them. So they're not going to be as iconic or as good as any of the previous movies. Okay, totally, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. I got to think, though, that, that the, um, the, the relative density of the plot line and just the, the incredible production you know, elements uh, 
you know, the, the production values of that have got to, you know, get it right up there with, with any other Star Trek. Because, you know, Wrath of Khan Awesome, 1982 technology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, um, uh, the, the one of the Borg, um, First Contact, good movie, but it was saddled with the unfortunate uh, need to have the next generation crew in the movie. Uh, so that's a problem uh, uh, there. Come on. Uh, hey, dude, if like they. The nah, dude, all they needed, they never did a Voyager movie, and that's what made me crazy. Voyager sucks, <laughs> that's why. Oh, I proved no, that no, no, okay. they never made a Voyager movie. Vo- well, seasons three, four, five, and six of Voyager were freaking awesome. Janeway was in a Star Trek movie, though. Remember? It was the last. It was in one of the Star Trek movies. Remember Kirk? Or, no, uh, Pike. Uh, Pike. It was, in, it was in Nemesis. Yeah. Nemesis, Picard. yeah. Yeah. Picard. yeah Admiral, Admiral, Admiral Janeway, Janeway is there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it just it wasn't amazing. Uh, just I haven't gone back and watched it. I've got a copy of it. Still don't know why. But I'm just I'm thinking about the way they um, the way they did the Romulans and Remans, I guess, in Nemesis. And then I'm thinking about this and I'm going two consecutive movies, though, separated by, you know, years and years and years. Uh, when when did Nemesis come out? Is it whatever? Two oh well, two something like that. Nemesis. So they might have just used the uh, makeup effects. Why didn't they have the same forehead action going on with the Romulans that they did? Yeah, that is in, interesting. In Nemesis, it's the same. I don't know. That that kind of confused I mean? me. I didn't know what species uh, Eric Mano was supposed to be at first. Yeah. I didn't know he was a Romulan. Well, but, and I guess one thing is that. Is that uh, Eric Bana and uh, that particular set of Romulans were from har- how far out in the future? I mean, uh, Voyager. 23 years. 150 years. Spock said. 150 the end, yeah, the end of Voyager is as far out as we've seen in the timeline, unless you want to count, you know, Section 31 or something like that. No, the end of Nemesis is as far as we've seen. Well, well I, I guess. 123. I guess in, in Enterprise, you know, they got taken to 31st century Earth, which had been devastated, and they had, had to the reset button. You know, um, thank you, Enterprise. Um, it's too bad, too. I, I've always liked the Time Paradox episodes. Uh, I don't mind the reset button so much, which is why I wasn't necessarily uh, uh, worried about uh, a reset button at the end of uh, at the end of this wonderful movie we saw because I knew that it would be handled uh, gently and uh, appropriately um, had they done it. Yeah, I thought, I thought there was going to be a reset uh, button because how do you destroy Vulcan? That was a shocker. And that was kind of yeah. cool, wasn't it? Because yeah, they didn't hit a reset button. And we do have to live with the consequences. Joe Casada could take a lesson from that. That was <laughs> that I the after after Vulcan was destroyed, I was really waiting for that. Okay, well let's we're going to hit this button. Okay, yeah. everything's right. But they didn't. So but, now there's only like 10,000 Vulcans left in the universe. But in the 616 wow. universe, they're still Yeah, but in this but oh, yeah. in but in the ultimate on, Star Trek, we only got On the 10, flip 000. side, they're alive in well, the baby. 616 universe, mm-hmm. Romulus is gone. Yeah. So you know, the same thing happened there that did here. Uh, I think that's also remem- important to remember. Isn't it somewhat ironic, though, that um, that that Eric Ban- um, that, that Nero, going back in time to fix things, didn't fix things at all. All it did was spawn another alternate universe, which has always been well, kind of what I thought I don't think he was a happened. physicist. He was just a driller. <laughs> he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was just uh, – you get the impression that he was desperate and single-minded enough that he probably would have done it anyway had he even known uh, exactly how it was going to all play out. But, you know, what he did did not affect anything in the universe that he uh, came from, uh, which is odd because going back through time itself didn't, you know, shun him into it. You know, going through the wormhole or, you know, the black hole is not what shunted him into an alternate universe 
the first time he changed something is what shunted him into an alternate universe. So there was literally no way there was no way for him to do what he wanted to do. His his mission was futile from the start. It was never going to work because either he fails well, and he fails well, no, or he succeeds and he spawns another alternate universe. No, no, he 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 never wanted to bring back Romulus. He knew he couldn't. He he this was a revenge story. All he wanted was to destroy all the planets yeah. involved. But that's in what I'm saying. The, the the second he goes back in time and changes anything, you know, your butterfly effect, your whatever, um, it's it's another universe. He's not He's not taking revenge in the universe he wishes he was taking revenge well, in. So I don't think take he knew, so he's basically it. he's basically taking revenge on a universe of innocence who did nothing to him. But he didn't know he was in a different universe. Uh, hey guys, yeah, but, I, got, although, I got a question for you. Okay. Guys. How come uh, you guys didn't do like any movie episodes? You guys said you're gonna last time I called. I'm well, very disappointed. We didn't because you, you asked Indiana us to. Indiana Jones. Uh, that's that's messed up. Brad, Brad's being mean, but uh, no, I well, think it just we hasn't. Just... It just hasn't felt right. We're not going to force it. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, Mark. The the problem with those is that they is that uh, it, it's funny. They they did they take a lot of time because you do have to watch those movies. You do have to take notes, and then you have to do it in a timely manner. And we're not saying that we're never going to do it. It's just it just takes a while to do it. It's got to be worth uh, doing. You know, I mean, they're they're worth talking about doing Matrix. Movies are... Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. We uh, we we should uh, we should consider uh, a movie next, but the uh, the movie episode needs to be um, you know I, I think that back. well it needs to be um, motivated by something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mark, I I wanted to do a movie episode on Mannequin. You know, Mannequin, the Andy Mannequin Marty too. Okay. Yeah, those are excellent movies. And they made Mannequin too. Mannequin with Jim Cattrall. Yes. Yeah. And um, oh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> and mannequin uh, back on the town, and uh, mannequin. That dude, oops, had, I did it again. That that, Man- uh, that son of mannequin, his son of mannequin. That was excited. His had some kick and sunglasses and mannequin too. <laughs> the by search the way. for mannequin. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Mannequin, the wrath of mannequin. Wasn't uh, Simon McCorkendale on that? I don't know who that is. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was Manimal. All right. So, oh, wait, wait, did you guys wait, did you guys have a problem with uh, Sulu? John Chow as Sulu? Nah, no, not at, at all. At first, I was like, hey, there's Harold. <laughs> but, you oh. know, it, I got over well, it pretty Hey, clear. that's Siler. Hey, that's Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. You know, yeah, hey, that's... You, had a, because, you, you know, only had a problem Asian. with him because you're Asian, right? Well, yeah, he's not Japanese. He's Korean. So how are you going to have... Oh, okay. I didn't know. Okay, and my apologies. Japanese. My apologies to anybody. Very upsetting, guys. The whole okay. Asian community is outraged. <laughs> <laughs> is there really an uproar about it? That's great. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I don't mean to be. Uh, I don't mean to to sound. You know. Um, um. Well, I have a hard time telling many people from the Asian continent oh, apart God, from each other. <laughs> it's no big deal. I, Someone's going to get an email. No, I know there's differences. Hey, I, you know. You know, can can you tell an Irishman from a Scots from a Scot? Um, can you? Can you tell uh, a British? Can you tell uh, a British person uh, from a French like. person just by looking at them? You know, I mean, Korea and Vietnam and Japan and you know, French into China and Burma and all that—they're very close to each other. You know, so it's not like they're going to be radical, you know, physiological differences. Now, yeah, I, my understanding is that yeah, you can you. Can, People who are, are oh, into that no. get it. Somebody's going to get an email. <laughs> Here we go. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>
Right. Somehow, no, 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 no it's offense, come to my man. attention recently. I don't think it's a big deal that that's the way it is, you know. And hey, you know, if people can't tell hey, you know white people apart, that's fine. Whatever. Guess what, Mark? I didn't know that. You know, Sulu was one race, and the actor was another race. It didn't bother me at all. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just kidding, guys. I wasn't. I wasn't like serious enough. I know. Um, so I don't want you guys to get any emails. I do hate <laughs> the French, though. Yeah, those frogs. <laughs> so what's coming up on uh, V for Vertigo? <laughs> this is the worst nickname. I don't. I don't know. We just wrapped up Preacher. Probably gonna finish Sandman eventually, Ooh. and uh, <laughs> talk about random stuff and go on tangents like you guys. Yeah, it's nice. fun to go on tangents. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for us to start talking about Back to the Future at some point during this conversation. Yeah, just you got, that's the greatest trilogy ever. <laughs> <Back to the> future. <laughs> Okay, Mark. Well, I guess we're going to hit another line here. But uh, but thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. All right, you guys. Uh, take care. All right, brother. Thanks for everything, Mark. Mark. And thanks for the books, man. No That's doubt. Really, really cool of you. Much appreciated. No problem. Right. Bye, thanks. guys. Bye. dot com. Check them out. Um, I think I took those books home too, Bill. I'm sorry. I'll bring. I'll bring. Uh... Did you guys recognize? No, dude. Those those were for you. Oh, I got mine. Did you guys? Oh, I've got my copy the... of the Kingdom, and and I meant to tell Mark I'm already dang near halfway through it. It's did, it's a good. Did you read. recognize the guy who played the captain of the Kelvin? Oh, geez, I've only seen it once. Um, he was a bald Arab man. Yes, he was, he was a baddie yes. on Twenty Four. Yes, yes, he was a very he was a very baddie. Yes, I thought that was interesting. No more um, calls. I thought we had another call. Well, there's people calling. Okay, the um. You could tell J.J. Abrams worked on this because the <laughs> titles looked a lot like the Fringe. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, and then the, 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 the Iowa. full screen three years later reminded yeah. me of Lost. And you can tell that, uh, you know, J.J. likes his – he's got con- certain he conventions. He likes his fonts. He's got certain conventions. And Tyler Perry. Really? Was it really necessary to put Tyler Perry in this movie? Who's Tyler Perry? He was the oh, black dear. man that led the – he oh, was the, the he was a chief justice or the, I expected the him head to, judge you know, or whatever. Next time Tyler Perry's in a Star Trek movie, I okay. want to see him in a dress. Okay. Okay. Man, this is this is not racist anyway, but I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie. I haven't either, nor but have I've I seen, seen enough uh, previews for it. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, according to TBS, it's very funny. How about so when the nice. inter- when the spaceships went to warp? There was no winding <laughs> up or anything. There was just a lot of yeah. boom. God, that the, was so awesome. The, the humor in this movie was spot on, from the parking break on to Kirk's fat hands to oh, the, the whole thing. I mean, it, you it, got numb tongue? You got numb? I could fix that. And then he, the thing <laughs> in his neck. Stop it! Stop it! I mean, the it, it wasn't over the top. It was enough to kind of just soften the mood. Yeah, it was, it, golly, yes. this is just home run. Logan McLeod uh, writes in that uh, he wanted to hear the boom from Lost. <laughs> <laughs> like the doors open. The, the, ship, well, the, the ship disappears in you know, a cloud of warp speed. And the transporter <laughs> effect in this was, that was just pretty awesome. incredible. Yeah. You know, it, it wrapped around each yeah. limb. Yes. That was just awesome. And when Spock raises his hand up, yeah. when he sees his mom falling away, you can see that transporter effect, you know, surrounding the arm. It was just, oh, goosebumps. Yeah. I'm now, such a nerd. What did you guys think of not using the theme until the end of the movie, not using any conventional musical theme? It didn't bother me. Thank goodness for that. When Brad and I were standing in line, 
I said, the one thing I don't want to hear is I don't want to hear that next generation music. I, I just, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like stairway to heaven or, you know, it's just, you know, hotel California. It's like, I've heard this song so many times. I don't ever, ever need to hear it again. And yeah, that, that, that opening, uh, downward glissando is, uh, you know, as they get into that, that, oh gosh, that just, I, I just, I can't take that anymore. I've just, I've watched too many next generation episodes. And yes, I know that originally came from Star Trek, the motion picture. We had the red shirt, you know, expendable red shirt. A crew wonderful, member. Yeah. A wonderful use of the red shirt. Here we that go. That was good use of crew member. Hey, this is my brother. I recognize that phone number. Uh-oh. Hey, Kevin. Hey fellas, do your, oh, do hey, your what's thing. Up, sing, the, sing the name of the show. He doesn't sound very excited right now. There you go. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Hand cut. <laughs> okay, not the whole thing. What are you doing? What's up? You haven't seen Star Trek. Why are you calling? Because you're my bro. <laughs> Frank's my honorable bro. Oh, and thank you. And there's that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, man? Kevin, do you have any... Do you have any interest hey, in Kevin, seeing this movie, Kevin? Kevin and I have hung out with each other before. I know you have. Yeah. Yeah, and then he kind of ended the hanging out abruptly. Because his sausage is more important to him than me. <laughs> I all, all I heard was, because his sausage is mine. Cookie. Is that what you said? More no, important to me. His sausage is more important to him than me. Oh, Never okay. come between nah. a man and a sausage. Yeah. I'll say it again. Never come between a man and a sausage. Do you have any interest in seeing this movie, Kevin? Totally, completely. I want to bad. I know, Kevin. But here's the deal. Yeah. I'm that guy that still hasn't seen Iron Man, but it's in the queue for Netflix. Wow. Okay. You know, the that's Iron gonna Man. That's going to happen. Hey, uh, get, get the Blu-ray. That one? Now, Kevin, I, don't, I know Kevin, uh, like see. when some of the new uh, series started, okay. you know, Kevin came to my house, like Deep Space Nine oh, or okay. Next yeah, Generation gotcha. or yeah. whatever. Kevin came to my house and we watched the big, oh, it's the new Star Trek Sweet. show. So he's a semi-fan. Okay. And um, and, and that's and that's who, who you need to appease the most is the, or just, I mean, this movie isn't going to make money or be a success with just the rabid fans. You need to address kind of everybody. And I guess someone like Kevin, you know, you want to get someone like Kevin hey, in the theater. Hey, hey, don't talk about me like I'm not here. <laughs> well, like but I was saying. I have told my brother this a few times that one of my favorite Star Trek movies is the one where they have the Nexus. And he doesn't like that one. But Generations. I, just, I thought that one was awesome. He liked it a lot, you know, which is fine awesome. and great. I couldn't take Alan Ruck as a starship captain. I don't remember. What, what movie his, is that? The Nexus? Uh, Generations, Generations, dude. It's the one where they kill Kirk oh, off. Kirk yeah. dies? Yeah. Well, Kevin, somebody has to like that movie, and if it was anybody, I'm glad it's you. <laughs> hey, have you talked about Mother's Day presents? No. All right, <laughs> Kevin. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling, buddy. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Hey. Okay. Um, hey, the back yeah, is coming through. Uh, what is all that? Hello, anybody there? Okay. Wow, are, we're getting faxed, aren't we? Oh my gosh, that per wow! I, I and I did hang up on Kevin. What I'd like? Uh, did you do that on purpose? Or I did. did it just hang up happen? on Kevin. I did. So what um, was the deal with the with the present, uh, Kevin? Never mind. Why? <laughs> why was the Vulcan High Council just staying there in that deal? I guess they didn't think the planet was going to be completely destroyed. Uh, they were very much. Well, like they're going to have to. They're going to have to escape <laughs> the giant space arc. Hey, this is a uh, half hour wasted. Who's this? 
Nobody rocks your summer like half hour wasted. Am I the tenth caller? <laughs> yes, you are. You yes. win a T-shirt. You win a copy of Meatballs on DVD. <laughs> Who is this? Who is this? This Max Headroom. Max, Max Headroom. Right. How are you, brother? Hey, what's, what's I loved your, your work name? on Showtime back in the eighties. Oh, thank you very much. What's your real Good name? I, I'm having trouble. Uh, Brian Hancock. Uh, Brian Hancock. That's right. Did you send me an email saying um, that you left a voicemail message? Yeah, it was pretty crappy. So, uh, well, you know what? It never came through. So, we're glad you called. Oh, good, good deal. <laughs> All so, right, how hey, many? Uh, uh, how many reverse flashes? Five out of five reverse flashes. How many do you give it? <laughs> Tribble. It should be triples. How oh, many triples uh, do you give it? Is uh, <laughs> like five reverse flashes a negative or no? One <laughs> no, it's a good. Wait. Well, well, let's think about this because a reverse flash. No, see, it's a Dude, joke. You're, you're, you're over Frank. Stop overthinking. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a callback. Get show Frank, joke. Have a beer. You're okay. overthinking. Five okay, out of get five. Me a beer. Tribbles. Make it tribbles. Five out of five tribbles. How many? How many? Oh, oh, five tribbles. Yeah, good. Hey, did you see the triple yeah. in the movie? Well, a five out Was of five tribbles, tribbles yes. is actually like uh, twenty-five uh, tribbles. Uh, Scotty had one in his uh, bunker in a cage. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, the triple. I missed it. Okay, missed that. Sorry. Do you have sandwiches in the future? Yeah, that's... I know. I like sandwiches. Scotty, Simon Pegg was perfect, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, he was brilliant. He was great. Dead on, uh, dead on uh, characterization. I, I like the line, I love this ship. I know it. <laughs> that's exciting. What's, that whole bit, when, right before he says that, he's, he's standing there with his arms up, but he's looking around like... Yeah. And he yeah. was the only one pretty much moving in that whole scene, and people in the audience were giggling yeah. and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know what the, all the tension was about. He was just new. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you see the movie? Did you go with friends? Did you go by yourself? I went. Uh, I went Friday night with friends. Uh, about ten of us went and had wings and did some trivia before. Nice. Excellent. And then, uh, and then Saturday, uh, um, I previewed it for my eight-year-old son. And I thought he could handle it, so I took him on Saturday, and he absolutely loved it too. How cool! cool. So. Yeah, so we're kind of debating whether to, we we took um, um, myself and uh, the lovely Mrs. the Professor Frank and Brad went. Uh, we made a party of it. We took my seven year old, and I was kind of wondering, you know, is this this is you know she can take it, you know, is is there are there parts that are going to be inappropriate? And I guess the the one you know the one scene that was borderline nooky uh, was probably inappropriate. Is but she, she's is she old enough to realize you know why that's. You know. Yeah, but she's she's a sophisticated kid, but uh, she's also the first to hide her own eyes. So yeah, I remember okay. she did do that. Um, there were a couple of points in it that were uh, that were pretty intense action wise, but uh, all in all, the snow crab. Yeah, all in all, it was um, Zoe. Uh, it was it was pretty takeable. Hey Zoe, how Come you doing? Tell us about the Star Trek movie. Tell us uh, what part scared you the most. Um. And this is Bill's daughter. I don't really remember. Okay, really thanks for playing. <laughs> I'm just being silly. Did and my mom wouldn't let me see anything. Did you Did you enjoy the movie at all, Zoe? Yeah, I saw the movie. Did you enjoy it at all? Yes, I did. How okay. many reverse flashes did you give it? Out of five. Don't overthink it, Zoe. <laughs> Say negative five, two. One out of five, five out of five. Any, any thoughts? Right. <laughs> all right, well, that was okay, nice. Okay, back to Mr. Headroom. Brian, did you have any? Uh, do you have any nitpicks? Uh, nitpicks. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be I, negative. I, no, but it's it's part of the process. It is. You know? It's part of the. It's part of yeah. the. 
Criticism can be constructive. That, because because that, that's right, that's right now, everyone loves this movie. <laughs> we got to quit talking yeah. over this nice fuck guy on the Sorry, phone. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. The eight-year-old uh, Kirk kind of bugged me. I, you know, the kid, you know, he was better than the, the that, uh, Anakin in the first prequel movie, but <laughs> okay. I don't know. He, he didn't, he, I don't know. He just didn't sit with me very well, but... Uh, I know what you're saying. Did, Something about him kind of bugged me, that. but I couldn't yeah. I couldn't verbalize what it was, but I was like, okay. No. There wasn't too much of a time yeah, commitment I, with him, so it's cool. I, 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 I didn't get, uh, you know, I, I understand why they set up the, the foreshadowing of Spock being violent when he was, when they were trying to elicit an emotional response, but I didn't get that scene. It was, was, was just because he didn't fear death or mm-hmm. what was... You know what? what I wasn't... Was the I wasn't real sure either, man. I was like, what is the point of this scene? It was cool. Well, I I think, you know, it was a show that he is rebellious, even at a young age. He has a problem with authority, and he is, you know, he, you know, he has a problem with authority. And and I think that's what that scene was supposed to to establish at a young age, too. That's why he is the way he is when we... When he's in the bar. But the scene establishes why he has a problem with authority, not just that he has one, I'm hoping. Did, well, it, did it establish why? I'm trying to remember no, the exact I, I think way it that just, scene played out. It's it been really a couple didn't. days now. He steals his uncle or stepfather's car, whoever. Yeah. Um, he wrecks it. He, he runs away from the police. Yeah. You know, he tells them, you know, what's your name? He just says it to him. He's not afraid of authority. Yeah. And then so when we see him in that bar later and he starts that fight, you know, well, you kind of understand. He's, you know, he misses his dad. He's rebelling. I guess it it sets up his personality. It gives you the idea that his personality has been basically in place his whole life. Yeah. You know, this is this this cockiness is not a new thing, and the cockiness that may be something we never knew before. That you know, the cockiness may come from a a place. Uh, you know, it may come from a hole in his life. You know, as opposed to um, just coming from you know, uh, just extreme confidence. And I, I have another nitpick, is that we won't be able to see these characters for another two to three years, probably. Mm. I wish they would just jump right into, like, a television show. <laughs> do, like, a 20 episodes a year. That would be awesome with this. Obviously, that would be way too expensive with the talent they have. But yeah. uh, Well, I mean, there's always but, the Academy. They could always go back to those. I mean, there's three years of Academy stuff going true. on. They yeah, could always recast it with just younger people and just take it from there. Don't, no, don't do an academy. We need. <laughs> I'm totally okay with the reboot. This is the one time where a prequel doesn't just smack you in the face. If this is a prequel, we're just stealing your money. Um, you know, telling you a story you already know the ending to. Um, but uh, if they do another uh, series, I don't know how they get around it. But I desperately want them to go into the future. I want them to go further, and you know. I want to, you know, do the Star Wars thing. It's like, I want to hear stories about, you know, Luke's kids, not right. prequels about Luke and how he became Luke. It's like, you know, so that's just but, me. But one thing I really liked is the the rubber masks. You know, you can tell the CGI felt real, you know, mm-hmm. like Scotty's little helper guy is a guy in a yeah. rubber mask. And it, yep. it worked better than having CGI alien or... And maybe he was CGI. It was just well done, but I, I couldn't tell. Oh, hey, man, I, I think I think you're right. No, that was the character playing that was Deep Roy, um, by the way, who was the uh, um, he was the the one um, the one Oompa Loompa in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, 
who was you know multiplied a thousand times. Oh, and and you know what? I think there was a callback to Star Trek the animated series in this too, because I got a glimpse Excellent. of a of a orange alien, the uh, Arex. 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 Yeah. He was in the anime. I could have sworn I saw Chekhov. him. Did he have like three legs? Yeah, yeah. But he that was sitting down on the him. bridge. Yeah, might have been him. I, I never I missed it, but um. Oh, that's cool. But I I think I think uh, Arex was in it. I always thought that was awesome. I I, I wonder if they just uh, you know surely. Uh, um, you know, Chekhov didn't price himself out of the animated series. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they just wanted to go great. with something more fantastic. Yeah, uh, the, the casting was great. I won't take up too much of your time, guys. Thanks, thanks a lot for the podcast too. You guys do a wonderful job. I enjoy listening to it all. Hey, man, thank you, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate. It. Can't do it without you yep. guys. You know. Yeah, thanks very much for calling. Yep. Yep. Have a great night, guys. All right, man, force be with you. Bye. Bye. Yep. Force be with you. Harold Jeanette sent an email in that I wanted to read because he couldn't Jeanette. call. Uh, Mother's Day is kind of getting in the way, so here's Jeanette. my thoughts for the Colin show. I guess you could do that. My wife went to the drive-in to see Star Trek. If J.J. Abrams wasn't doing this, I'd probably never get around to seeing it. I love his work, but I don't care for Star Trek. Much more of a Battlestar Galactica man currently. Interesting. Version. I loved it, though. Great There's... acting, great characterization, great story, great dialogue. I don't want to see any other Star Trek again. J.J. Abrams <laughs> has made Star Trek something I actually enjoy. I'm glad I didn't know anything about the movie going in. It had some nice surprises. I was happily shocked when old Spock showed up. Yeah. When we see the figure from the back the first time scaring off the monster, I thought it would be Scotty. Oh, wait. I lied. I did know some stuff about the movie going in. <laughs> I read in Game, Game Informer magazine that Spock was going to be a villain. I thought, number one, I hate spoilers, and now, number, and now I'm sad. Number two, that's a stupid change. I was very happy to see that Game Informer was just playing a lame joke. My only beef with the film... This goes back to Deep Roy. Why See. do midgets always have to be played for laughs? Seriously, I'm sick of it. Are there any movies where they have serious roles? Yeah, I don't blame them. Mm. P.S. And we learn no matter how much you reimagine the franchise, the red shirt must die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I think the answer, Harold, to your midget question is that, or, or the, I think the politically correct term nowadays is little people, is that they're funny. I mean... Well, I just I think we're used to you know, I think you're used to thinking about him that way. It doesn't make it right. True. Hey, come here, Sage. Let's play you up for laughs. <laughs> we did promise kids. Hey, buddy. Show. Hey, there Sage. He how are you? Say hello to Stickum, Sage. <laughs> Sage, what'd you think of the movie? I know you didn't go to the movie, but if you saw it, what do you think you would have thought of it? Movies. Movies. Say Star Movies. Trek. Go fat. <laughs> Pardon me. Don't, no, no. You kiss your mouth with that mother. <laughs> I mean, you kiss your mother with that mouth. He said yes. Don't ask him to say fire truck. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Logan. I I read that. You, you, you be you take it easy out What'd there. What did he say? Huh? He said say truck. <laughs> hey, watch it. <laughs> By the way, uh, Brody just... is God. I'm I'm on the Arex page uh, <laughs> right now, checking it out. Uh, yes, uh, Arex uh, is an Adosian. By the way, who does have three arms and legs? He is a uh, tri. Who was the, the, the cat woman? Was that Emress mm, that was with? Good that was, question. That, that, that was uh, a nice alien. I like oh, yeah, the fact that, that she just had Mres. big eyes. Yeah, yeah. M, M, comma, R-E-S-S. Somebody just called me from a 516 area code, oh. and I had neglected to take the thing off of Who? Do Not Disturb. So okay. if you're listening, call back. Who? Uh, where is uh, where What is was the area code? 501? 516. Plane. Yeah. It is off... Uh, do not disturb. So, uh, <laughs> did you notice um, the phasers? Mm -hmm. They definitely had 
settings that you could look at yeah. and see. Blue was stun, red was kill. Yeah, I, you noticed that he changed it yeah, from blue to red. Yeah, was cool. Ooh, that's dangerous. That's New York. By the New way, a uh, okay. uh, little, um, uh, little tiny, since we were talking about A-Rex, um, I don't want to divert too long, but it says uh, here, Star Trek, the animated series, was named... Was that named the ninety sixth best animated series by IGN? The yes. sixth best, ninety sixth. <laughs> now, well, open the door, pretty please. Thank we you. We saw at the end in the credits, wow, that the computer voice was yes. Major Roddenberry. They okay? must have taken stock audio, I guess. I think she died after she voiced a few lines, okay. but in, upon my second listening. Mm-hmm. I am not convinced that that's her. Okay. You hey, think, Frank, I mean, why, 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 why would they give her credit for the role if she didn't do it then? I mean, it they, they could easily say Majel Barrett Roddenberry slash. It didn't sound you know, like her. Hey, Margaret who's this? Cho uh, or whoever. Who's calling from New York? Hi, this is John from Long Island. Nice. John. Nice. Do we know John you, sir? John perhaps? <laughs> You may. All right, John, Fantastic. what was your take? How did, hey, you, how did you feel about this movie, Johnny? Dude, you got a great voice, man. Well, um, let me see. I thought Hugh Jackman was great. <laughs> Good. Uh, Wait good. a second. Favorite. Keep going. Keep going. Did you like Ryan Reynolds? Um, Blob was hilarious. Wow. Johnny, you missed that and Colin show. This is the Star Trek show. <laughs> Get out. Oh, actually, oh. I, I don't think any of us are going to see Wolverine, now, so too bad for it. Have, there you, have was, you guys seen Wolverine? Not yet. Neither of you no. two? Neither have I. Oh, Johnny, but I, I, I told Ken and the rest of us, great job on the uh, on your uh, on on um, Legion of Dude show, on your on your Wolverine, kind of doing an overall arc on the character. That was really nice. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had fun. Um, I didn't want to blow up your whole show, but I didn't get to see Star Trek yet. But, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you didn't really? Oh, don't listen, man. See, I thought, we you were, I thought you were... No. I thought you were actually in the movie theater last night because while I was sitting in the movie theater, I oh checked boy. my email, and uh, 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 oh my goodness, dude, sorry, and um, up? it uh, you sent an email that said, "Am I going to understand this movie?" and and I took that to mean, okay, here I am, I'm in the theater, am I actually going to understand it? But you're saying you haven't seen it yet. No, well that that was from after reading all of you guys. Uh, emails about all the like Easter eggs and stuff. Uh-huh. I was a little concerned being a non-Trek guy, I would be lost. Yeah, um, yeah. And I was planning on seeing it today, and then there was something called Mother's Day that popped up. <laughs> yeah, what's you guys that? Heard of it? You know, uh, Johnny, we yeah, got it. We about, like hours. You, you've <laughs> got to you've got to write us an email uh, after you see it, so we can read it on on a next on an upcoming show and see what a non-Trekky thought of the movie. But yeah, yeah the nerd. Really could, because you are yeah. geeky, you know you you have you know you like you like comic books and stuff. Mm-hmm. So should be good. I am geeky, and, and all I've heard is like awesome things, and I can't imagine. I'm, I'm so pumped for Terminator that I can't even like get Star Trek into my mindset right now. But I'm gonna have to. <laughs> it just really trips me out that, there, that there's people out there that have not grown up watching Star Trek. Cause it's been around since like 1967, you know, which is the year before I was born. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. you know, it's the same type of thing. Some people grow up listening to country music, and that's all they listen to. Yeah. And some people yeah. don't. You know, some people. <laughs> no, they don't. Actually, <laughs> <That's ridiculous>. uh, <laughs> um, uh, do you want to see this because it looks cool, or because you've heard lots of good stuff about it? Um, both. And I'm definitely looking for a, a jump on point to get on board with the trekkies. 
This be it. I'm up for anything. Yeah. By the way, yeah. do you know how hard it is to live in Oklahoma and Texas and not listen to country western music? It's virtually impossible. <laughs> I have no idea. You have to try I, real I hard. You know, I'm, I, I imagine I, listening to country in freaking Long I, Island, though. I, I am going to make a prediction for Johnny, though. He's going to walk out of Star Trek, and mm-hmm. he's going to go and buy, go to Canada and buy the uh, DVD, the the Blu-ray of Star Trek. And buy the, the region, the region-free Blu-ray. You're going to love it, Johnny. You're absolutely <laughs> going to love it. I mean, if you like I, movies, you like this. I can't wait to see this cool. on Blu-ray. Okay, I heard a little something about your Blu-ray collection, and I need, I need facts. Okay. All right. Let's have it. I heard that you own over 400 Blu-rays. That is incorrect. Okay, so I how many? I only own. I only own about 140. Wow. That's still impressive. Still, that's impressive. I think it's more. I think it's more movies than I've got DVDs. Has that many movies been released on Blu-ray yet? Oh yeah, there's there's there are you could definitely have 400 Blu-ray. Are you being I, I selective at all, or are you just buying I whatever being, shows up? I am selective, and I have eBayed my entire standard DVD collection to fund the oh, Blu-ray. Okay. okay, okay. Have you yeah. watched all of the Blu-rays yet? Uh, most of them. I have I have some in the packaging, like movies that I've seen that I wanted on Blu-ray, but I haven't gotten to watching them again. Okay, Johnny, what uh-huh. what is the one part of your collection that you're Kind of is the weakest movie out of all the uh, 160 you have. What's the one that you're like? I can't believe I bought this one. Like Little House in the uh, Prairie, or no? Uh, let me think quick. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. Okay. That's that's really. Cool. So you, I think so they're think all they're great. Good. I have some dumb ones. Oh, I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> I just bought. It was ten bucks at. Walmart, and I couldn't resist it. Universal Soldier. Wow. That. With Dolph Lundgren? And Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. That is my worst Blu-ray. Wow. That's amazing. So is that one of those, did you ever own that on DVD? No. Okay. Fair enough. I am a bad 80s um, action movie lover, though, so I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There you go. That fits that That genre perfectly. Got any Steven Seagal Blu-rays? Uh, no Seagal. I have every Jason Statham Blu-ray, though. <laughs> hey, Jason Statham, that dude's not bad. So that includes uh, Lockstock and all that. Yeah, they don't. They haven't put that out yet. But um, oh, really? Okay. So you, you've got the three transport uh, movies. You've Frank got Crank and uh, yeah, yeah, War with Jet Li. Oh, nice. I have all. They're all terrible. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> hey, has Crank Two come out yet, John? No. When does it? They're come advertising out? for it. Soon, yeah. I'm thinking like a couple of weeks. Is that the one where the guy has to electrocute himself? Yeah, at the end of the first Crank movie, he uh-huh. fell out of a helicopter. Uh-huh. Okay. And that was how the movie ended. Oh, okay. Falling I to saw his death. I saw the first movie, but I completely, you know, I saw it once like two years ago, and I have no idea how it ended. Apparently, it ends yeah, him falling out of the helicopter. I think they stole his heart. They stole his heart? Yeah. Yeah, they steal his heart and like replace it with one that has some kind of... Yeah, you know, he has to keep his adrenaline level up when the heart will fail. So what was the what was the deal in the first movie though? Something that, very similar. Yeah, he had like <laughs> he no, had a in race this, to do something. In the second movie, didn't they remove his heart and put like a They put a baboon heart in, I they think. They put like a electronic heart in and he had to keep it charged. That's why he has to electrocute himself all the time. Yeah. 
It sounds awesome. And then he he, he had to continue to move at 55 miles an hour. Also, it's a good point. <laughs> really? If you drop yeah. below 55 miles up. an hour, uh-huh. Sander Bullock or he exploded. Would yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or he will be forced, forced to sit through Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Keanu Reeves has to uh, electrocute him. Hey, shouldn't you be, be recording horrible. right now? We're supposed to be recording in a half an hour or so. Well, well, so, play, I, well I, I I talked to Ken and Russell a little bit, but why don't you uh, waste that half hour with us? Uh, well, why, why don't you uh, uh, plug the um, your latest show? I kind of did that already, but tell us what your what your next Max series is for the Legion of Dudes. Tonight we start up New Frontier, the classic DC something. I don't know. I never read it. <laughs> hey, you haven't uh, seen the movie you haven't read it and yet here you are you live in new york look if you can get a couple copies that maybe fell off the back end of a truck or something <laughs> send them down to us you got our address have you seriously not read you it got it no I, I have read it and um we're doing like i'd say a third of the whole thing tonight and then another third and then we'll finish it up in the third show and cover the animated movie which was pretty good so okay. we're looking forward to it you know i purchased you the huge guy so i purchased the animated movie when it came out and i have yet to watch it i, I liked it i've not read the book so i thought i'll just watch the movie kind of like doing a book report you know you mm-hmm. read the cliff notes yeah i still wow. haven't read the cliff notes the um the, the i thought there were a couple of maybe you guys will address this i thought there were a couple of continuity errors in the book itself i mean not to the DCU, but within the book itself. Within the story itself? Yeah. Hmm. Characters saying that they were in one place, but they're actually in another, and things like that. Huh. Well, you'll have to tune in to find out. You have to tune in. Good answer. That's what we call a teaser in the business. <laughs> in the ba- <laughs> Look at Johnny. He got Hollywood the, on us. When you've been in the business as long as John has. Yeah, you learn these things, man. <laughs> okay, John. I just want to give it away. Next time we have a Colin show, make sure you do your homework first, okay? We'll do. <laughs> All right, brother. Later, guys. Thanks Later. a lot. Bye. And that's our brother bod podcaster, uh, Johnny M. from the Legion of Dudes, which comes out every Thursday. Yeah, I think you've already mentioned that, sir. Do you have any more calls? Uh, no, actually, nobody's. We've had a, a couple of people that tried to call earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay. That um, tried a few times and then gave up, I guess. We this are at the 90 minute mark right time now. To so, try to call again. remember, like you were describing where we sat last night, right? Yeah. Oh, I got two funny stories about last night's viewing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right as the movie starts, behind me, I hear, Daddy, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh, you didn't. And, no, he turns around. I turn around, and I look, and the dad has a bag of popcorn, right? Oh, Lord. oh no. He's got a bag of popcorn, so he turns it over, dumps all the popcorn out on oh, the okay. floor, and he gives it to his son. He says, if you do it, do it in this. And then his son is like holding it, and he's like, and then I hear the dad go, "Oh, expletive!" And he gets up and walks out right as the movie starts. Oh, I mean, kid. the ships are flying. Oh. I know that guy was really mad. So I said they didn't come back. Uh, actually, I don't think they ever came back. Oh man! Now I, I, it's happened to us uh, before. Um, uh, when Zoe was like three weeks old, we took her uh, to a ten thirty showing of um, Attack of the Clones, and it worked out great because it was ten thirty. She was asleep. She spent the first half of the movie asleep in Sasha's uh, lap, the second half in my lap. We got through it, so we got cocky. We said, "Hey, this is great. We'll just go to a you know a nighttime movie." And so the next weekend, we went and saw Insomnia, 
which has um, I may have told this before. Uh, you Al, know, Pacino. Al Pacino yeah. in it. You know, he he can't sleep. Uh, it's actually a really uh, really cool movie. Uh, I believe it was Christopher Nolan, by the way, uh, for Batman fans. But um, anyway, um, so we go back and Zoe is sleeping again. She's I don't think she's a month old. She's she's crashed out. It's it's a ten fifteen start. There's all these, you know, these promos and so everything's loud and, you know, you know, and please turn your cell phone down. You know, the dancing, you know, juju beans and the, you know, the whole whole nine more, you know, whole nine yards. And, you know, the, the big, you know, Dolby sound and all that's just, you know, firing off and pinging all over the theater. And um, she sleeps through all that. Lights go down. Movie comes up. Anybody who's seen the movie knows that the first shot is a shot. Um, uh, from above, looking down at a, a little turboprop plane, um, going across something that's very white, and it takes it took me uh, took me a few seconds to realize that it's flying over glaciers or an ice or a snowfield of some sort. It's obviously up in Alaska somewhere. Thank you. Did the movie start like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Our beans can't be beat. Um, yeah, and uh, the second the second that that movie started. And it was quiet. The only sound was the sound of, of the airplane's engine noise. That's the only sound of the whole thing. That's when she wakes up. We had to split. Like that? Like that. I was wondering Kinda. where that was coming from. Kind of. See, quick, unplug the computer. It's about to blow up. I've speaking, got, uh, hey, speaking of computers, where do you guys think I've got of my an awesome shot of rest, by the way. Mm-hmm. I feel like a giant of? next to that. <laughs> I got a, uh, <laughs> an Acer netbook. My this thing what is, happened to your other computer? I still have it. Why'd it's, you buy that then? This was two hundred and fifty dollars. Why'd you I'd get been it? kind of saving for it. Um, I found that toting my laptop just to get on the net was tiresome. He's a nut for gadgetry. Okay. Yeah, I kind of was, and I sold comic books to get this, so it's not really. A, it's not like I spent money. That's great. It took me about three months to get the, to get it. To, okay. Hey, should so we long. should we try calling some of these numbers that tried to call and never made it? Yeah, in? Yeah, try. Let's go for it. What the heck? We'll we'll apologize profusely. I wonder who this is. Yeah. Beverly Hills what's Massage Parlor. <laughs> this is Claude speaking. Speak up. Um, by the way, uh, Logan McLeod says um, she did. Re- uh, Majel did record before she passed away. By the way, I, I don't. Hello. Hey, Hello. this this is half hour wasted. We noticed you called earlier <laughs> in the in the show, but uh, you gave up apparently. So now we're trying you. How's it going? Who is this? Uh, hey, um, this is uh, Adam Umack. Hey! <laughs> hey, what's going on, dude? Um, I was I was calling. Is this the uh, Ethan Van Skyver interview? Episode? Oh, and, um, oh, jeez! Oh, that still oh, hurts. Wait, by oh, the way, wait, no, yeah. wait, bring, no, that was was an epic fail. That was an epic fail. Yeah, you had to bring that oh, up, didn't you? Yeah, that was epic fail. Doing? We're we're doing well. Did you see Star Trek this weekend? Uh, yeah, I saw it. Uh, I saw it eleven o'clock this morning. Did you go <laughs> I with your honey? Movie in the morning before. Wow. Um, it was it was pretty awesome, man. How awesome was the fact that they put the Beastie Boys sabotage in there? With <laughs> yes, <Ryan laughs> that was. The theater went crazy with that. I heard I, a lot of laughing. I knew as soon as I heard that first part of that that I was just gonna like this movie a lot. I just knew that was gonna happen. It almost uh, felt like pandering to the audience, <laughs> though it's a you know, what, you know um, an all timer song. Uh, what do you think about Star Trek is it got about I'm gonna say what 
gonna say like 45 minutes in, and I was like, I'm definitely gonna buy this on DVD. I yeah, yeah. Decision, Heck yeah. Like, well, it took before, 40... before it was halfway done to definitely buy it. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. about 45 minutes in before you finally got on the Enterprise. I'm one of those cats. I'll look down at my watch, not out of boredom. Yes. I almost said it straight, this one. Great soundtrack. This is this is what I want my theme song How to be. How can you not like a movie that has that song in it? Did you Do you know that they changed the video for that? The video that they used to show on MTV of it, yeah. when they go, whoa, halfway through the song, there used to be um, yeah. a, a, an image of that of that big Ford that they're in going over that hill, but it does it very poorly. Yeah. You know, it just barely gets <laughs> off the- Well, now the official video that they have for it, it's actually a, a fight in a swimming pool. Huh. There's um, there's two cuts of Sabotage because Sabotage originally was like a, you know how like you can make like a short film or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, Spike you Jones. Get the Beastie Boys, you get the uh, Beastie Boys anthology from uh, the Criterion uh, collection, the those uh, ritzy, uh, rich people DVDs. Oh yeah. Uh, this I saw watch, the Spike like, the whole... Jones collection. That's where I saw the new cut of it. Was in that Spike Jones collection. That's on the, it should be on the Beastie Boys one, too. And, jeez, mm-hmm. I used to... I forgot I've listened to them since I was eight. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Um, nice. So, yeah, I was just like, oh, find this. And it's funny, too, because um, the scene where Kirk was getting chased by the cop, I mean, that's that's what the whole sabotage music video was. It was a big cop chase, you know what I mean? Which I thought was yeah. pretty cool, too. So, <laughs> Like, um, I'm, I'm sure, like, the movie was awesome. I, you know, it was great. But uh, I'm sure there were things in there that I missed. But like I caught a lot of stuff like when Sulu said he was he was um good with fencing. You know, that yeah. was that one episode where like they had like shirtless Sulu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, na- the naked time. The yeah. naked time, yeah. Yeah, um, episode but, five. Um, but I mean I, I caught enough of it to be like, okay, like I knew like when there was a nod. You know what I mean? To like to like old school Star oh, Trek. Were, I, I could pick up on that stuff. Yeah, there were enough nods in that movie to strain someone's neck. Yeah. That, that was a very nod heavy movie. In fact it almost it never bothered me, but but there those the nods were so fast and so furious that um that at, at, at a couple points I was just like, Okay, let's just do the movie here. it never bothered me, but uh it was like, Okay, don't you know, don't strain something trying so hard to keep winking and nodding at the audience. You know, we get it. We're here. You know, one nod that, that I, and I don't know if it is a nod. Maybe I was just interpreting it this way. But if you remember in Star Trek, the motion picture, mm-hmm. when we first see the Enterprise, there's that very long sequence where they're just going around it. And it must last about two or three minutes. And it's just them looking at the Enterprise yeah. for the first time. It's, I think Robert it's Kurt. Wise of them, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Kirk, and I can't remember who else was in that shuttle. Mm-hmm. But in this Boring. version, it was uh, too. Yes, they did. They kind of did the same thing, but it was done in like fifteen seconds. You yeah, um, and you're right. In uh, the motion picture, it takes like seven minutes. Yeah, I mean, because they do it from every angle, and I understand why they're doing it. Because hey, it's we're gonna, hey. it's good to see an old friend, but. Yeah. But this one they did it, but eh, like fifteen twenty seconds, and I thought, I wonder if that they're kind of calling back to that shot isn't it wild that uh, you know the reverence that uh, star trek the motion picture treated everything with it was it was just so it was, was reverent but um there was only a 10-year gap you know between the end of the series and that movie really yeah 67 68 and 69 was a series and then you know the movie came out you know in 79 um and it's just amazing that you know you go 10 years back you know i mean 1999 i mean 
Okay, so the next generation it ended, uh, you know, five years before that. We were still getting, you know, we were right in the meat of uh, Voyager and Deep Space. Would you would you say that that was maybe hey, the first hey, hey, TV Bill? show yeah. to, to become a movie? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, 99, that was when The Phantom Menace came out, too. Excellent. You know, I mean, <laughs> how far we have come. That was a good but year. I was going to say, I just, I, I just thought it was crazazy that uh, Aomer from uh, Lord of the Rings was Bones. How, how weird is that? You know, Carl oh. Urban has been in like every huge blockbuster for eternity. Yeah, he was really has. Has. He was Is he the new Anthony? Uh, he was in um, Doom. The new C three PO. Anthony Daniels. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I dug him um, an awful lot, and um, yeah, the uh, them them Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Did I, you guys have any problem with um, like the continuity? How like Kirk ended up on Hoth or anything? <laughs> <laughs> I have he no problem. The... <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I thought it was really corny that he went into the Wampa's cave and then Spock was living off the... and he... Spock had his Wampa coat on and I, I didn't really get that, but yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm kind of with you. That did seem to be a fairly extreme example of coincidence there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah there were a few moments you know, it, it, they were convenient. It was a very good year. It was a very okay. good year. I, I would have liked to have seen uh, the Imperial uh-huh. probe droid, you know, going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raise his head up out of the sky. Oh, hey, guys. Um, we got we got to get out of here. Um, we're going to start recording in like five minutes right, for brother. our Thursday episode. Okay, okay nice. By the uh, way, here is. And I changed my mind. I'll start listening to your podcast again. Thank hey. you. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, Bob. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, say hi to Phineas for me. Dang it. Okay, who else are we going to call? Son of a gun. Uh, there's another one here that I wanted to try. I, don't... I wish there was a way to put like a graphic up online. There actually is. If Ken's still online, he can tell you how to do it. They did it for hmm. theirs. It was... Really? I don't know who this is. How do you do that? 248 area code. I'd love to know if Ken was there. I don't want to just go start pushing buttons because I don't want to take offline. Hey, Hi. This is, uh, Good and talk. This is half hour wasted. We noticed you called earlier, yeah. but we couldn't get to yeah. you. Hey, yeah, this is uh, Match Kit John. Hey, Match nice. Kit John. How are you doing? Hey, how are you, man? How are you doing? Good. Oh, we, uh, cool. We had a lull in the good. phone call, so we decided <laughs> to call everybody who tried to call and couldn't get through. It's a new service <laughs> we oh, provide. Cool. We're calling Dancing Geek after we uh, get done with you. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to try to figure out who Brody as God is. Uh, so what did you think, it. man? Okay, I, I, thought it was, uh, I thought it was fabulous. It was just I mean, J.J. Abrams just totally knocked it out the park. Um, only, no, you know, only criticism I had about that movie was the theater I saw it at because it was like in this IMAX screen, mm-hmm. and it was like shaped like a dome. It's at the Detroit Science Center. Wow. And it was okay. like this at IMAX. I mean, you know what? If I was going to go see one of those like nature films, it would have been fine. But I just had some issues kind of following certain things along. So yeah, your peripheral I mean, vision vision was kind of sounds fine. like one of those Omnimaxes. Yeah, huh? I am right there with wow. you, man. I I am not a fan of the IMAX theater. Well, the regular IMAX though is just it's just a IMAX. big it's just a big screen. You know, yeah. now those yeah. Omnimaxes too the, big. Those Omnimaxes that wrap around you, like you're describing, man. Those things, I could see how you could have a problem watching a, a regular movie on that. I mean, I was basically watching the movie looking up. Like, wow. look like, lean back, head back, and I'm looking, and I'm looking up, oh, man. And, I, I'm, and, I, and I'm looking over at my wife to kind of make sure she's okay because she she sometimes uh, gets seasickness, uh, 
make sure she's fine with the whole big screen. But other than that, other I mean, I, I mean, I just don't even know where. I guess one of the main things I really noticed because I think by the time you guys talked to everybody, they've hit on all the major points. But has anybody really talked about Yahura and how now with them pairing her up with Spock really kind of brings her character out more whenever the I mean definitely more than whatever the TV series did. Yeah, we we touched on I, it a little bit, but but uh but talk about it some more. I mean I mean I yeah, think I think I mean, we all liked it. Brad, you had just a it took you back a little bit, but not much. I thought it was out of character yeah. that Spock would be open to that kind of thing. Mm. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean see, yeah, cuz it was it was weird that here he is, you know, he's this logical person and I mean even though like maybe it was a situation where he and Yura had never I mean, even though they, I mean, he was kind of a, an instructor, and I guess she was still a cadet. Yeah. So, I mean, they're having, they got that issue. Then now they're going to be serving on the same ship, and they're still going to have this relationship. So, yeah, it does seem for Spock to kind of be in that emotional of a relationship in this working environment. I kind of found that, you know, but I guess they wanted to kind of, you know, hook 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 her up with somebody on the crew, and they went with uh, with Spock. And you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I kind of so like when I'm seeing all these attempts of Kirk hitting on her and trying to get with her, and then here Spock ends up with her. I thought that was I thought that was uh, pretty funny. You know, the whole you know, oh, what's I, your first name thing. I, I, I did. I did like how the how the trailer led you to believe that Kirk and Uhura were actually hooking up, and and it, yeah, you know, it turns you know, out, you know, that wasn't even the case. Yeah, because you know, because you would that's what you thought when you saw like maybe like when he was with the uh, Green Lady, and you <laughs> just saw great. them, and, the, and you <laughs> saw them, and you, you know, oh, has anybody talked about that? <laughs> about the just a little bit him being with the Green Lady because yeah, because that's always been the kind of the joke that you know Kirk would get with anybody yeah. Yeah. green lady and i think i like i think like in eddie murphy's uh delirious he he kind of touched on that so right away when i saw him with the with the green lady and then like because you saw it in the trailers in the shadows and you're thinking like wow is that yeah you're her because you maybe thought you saw somebody of a person of color and ended up being uh End up being a green chick. Yeah, yeah. you really couldn't I, tell in the, it was a heck in the of a trailer color. that it, it was in, the green girl. In the trailer, I think they 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 cut to Uhura taking off her shirt, and then they cut to the silhouette. Yeah. So Did you just kind of uh, think yeah. that that's suggestive, isn't it? Those editors, those sneaky <laughs> editors, and they're editing. That's what we do, wiles. bro. Yeah, that is what we do. Um, did they ever yeah. refer to her as anything? I mean, what do they refer to her as? Do they literally call her Green Lady? I'm no, but she had a name. She's from Orion. She's Orion. She's an Orion slave girl. Okay, but did they ever refer to her as an Orion? Or as a slave girl, not in the movie. Okay, she had a name, a first name. So did she get out? Was she on the lamb? I don't know, man. Was she she done slaving? I hope. I I took yeah. it she was a student. I mean, she she was a yeah. cadet. There, she was so. an Orion student girl. Yeah, which is okay, a much better go. job than Orion slave girl. <laughs> All right. So have you guys have you talked uh, have you guys talked uh, sequel yet? Have you guys talked about thinking about what you want to see in the uh, oh that's a great topic the we're, next movie we're talking about it now we're talking about yeah okay. we're talking about with it you. right now with you and here was a thought yes. that went through uh, my head T- tell me what you guys Logan think. says she was a cadet right. by the way not a slave mm-hmm. makes yeah. sense um my my idea was what if they redo some of the movies what if we do if they redo wrath of Khan what if Don't. they redo uh um 
all those movies, but with this new cast. Interesting idea, but well, they, they don't dare. I yeah. hope not anyway. Well, you know you know they're going to do Wrath, Wrath of Nero, because you never saw him die on screen. Yeah. I mean, you know that's coming. You know that's, that may not be in the next movie, but you know that's going to be coming down the pipe. I don't mind. He's not gone. I don't mind seeing his character come back, but I do not, do not, do not want to see rehashes of of stories we've already uh, worked no, through. I don't no, want to see no, Space no. Seed happen. I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't want. No, they no. they need. The, those guys are creative enough to to give us new, fresh piping hot adventures yeah. straight out of the oven. Yeah, I think so. But I think we'll see. I mean, we, we I think we're going to definitely see Klingons. In the next movie, yeah, that yep. that, that, that would be really nice. Because um, there was, I mean, they only mentioned about them just getting blasted out of the sky by the by the ship, but uh, you know, so I think we kind of we'll see that down. I think we'll see that maybe in the next movie. I, but uh, I think they, I think a lot of people were kind of saying, "Oh, this was too actioner," you know. But I think yeah, now that they kind of gotten the crew together, I mean, they did a big action flick. They might do something where, yeah, it might be more of a, a of a, uh, a character study with the interaction of the crew in the second film. Interesting. And do that. Well, I, I, I think they did a great job of establishing who these characters are for newbies, um, for knowing everyone's relationship and, and how they're going to work together. I mean, th- there were those key scenes where, um, um, like, Chekhov had, had to run over and do the transporter. So, you know, that shows that, yeah. that he's very technically minded and, and uh, yeah. Scotty making the engines work. And I, I remember Uhura had a scene like that, something with the languages or something. Oh, yeah, she was the, she was listening to communications and she was a Zen, uh, you know, she understood different languages and stuff. So, you know, all, all of them had their little things that they were good at. And, and that's why these guys are making big, good teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then maybe, like, they'll... They'll stay. In, they'll be in the. You get to see more of the, the ship. I mean, because what you really get now is like when they were down when uh, Kirk and and uh, Scotty transported into the that engine room, or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean, it looked like this huge, kind of, you know, huge honking looking uh, kind of structures. Cause, we you know, we the, talked TV about that. Series, you know, they only look like rooms. In, you know. Someone someone described it as a plant. I thought it looked too much like a warehouse. Brad thought it looked great, the uh, engine room. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you're really going to get a feel for, I mean, what the ship is, what it looks like, and some of the things it can, uh, it can do. So I thought that was a pretty – but you know what? Here's a question. Here's, here's a question. I posted on the CGS forms. A but you know when the uh, – yeah. But you know when, you, when the Romulans got to Earth and they put that huge mining shaft – right in the middle of uh, San Francisco Bay, and then, like, uh, it took Spock to come in and shoot it down. I was like, don't they have any kind of, like, spider <laughs> fighter jets? Like, if all of a sudden here I'm living in Detroit, and it's the Detroit River, and all of a sudden, out of the sky, some structure comes down right in the middle of the river, <laughs> you don't mean to tell me the U.S. Air Force isn't going to scramble somebody... I mean, all they just showed was the cadets coming up and going, hey, what's, what's this huge thing? That's actually an excellent, what's, excellent even point. Though we, even, even though we're the Federation's fighting force, we have nothing to go up and try and take this thing out I and think, at least investigate it. I think I know the answer to this because I thought about that yeah. very same thing. When Nero captured Pike, he asked for the codes for the uh, 
mm-hmm. right. around our security system right. or whatever. Right. Yeah. We, I think we have to assume that when he put that thing down Pike's throat, mm-hmm. gulp, that he actually gave yeah. him the codes and, and the codes disabled any and all security measures that Earth could have. Yeah. Could have, you know, That's why thrown, you at, thrown at the drill. That's why you need to have a couple F sixteens laying around that uh, no. you kickstart. That's the only you know. That's oh, the only thing I can but, think but, of. But that is a very funny point. Yeah, but the, I guess yeah, because the first one on Vulcan had that jamming thing that couldn't make transporters work. So, yeah. but I couldn't see why they couldn't make a. They couldn't get a fighter to <laughs> go. Uh, why did we just use up. one code for all of our defenses? <laughs> oh, what I mean, were we thinking? Oh. Sure, it's convenient. <laughs> yeah. but, oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, and, and and I guess the one scene that uh, I was kind of waiting for when I, you know, I'm the type of person who, I mean, I sit in a theater, and I'll, I'll be, you know, I'm quiet in the theater. If I got to say something to my wife, I'll do it in a very hushed tone. <laughs> but all of a sudden, I didn't say it, like, real loud, but as soon as, like, Tyler Perry came on that screen, <laughs> I was like, it's my dear. Yeah. <laughs> ah! I didn't even know who that guy was, but. Yeah, I was oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I mean, I was, I was, I was real disappointed like, when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" <laughs> you know, he was—he wasn't in a lot of. I mean, yeah, I just kind of like, okay, when is he gonna break up with the wig and the drag? <laughs> you know, but I guess hey, when you, when you made movies that I guess made uh, four hundred million dollars and it only cost you about ten million to make. I guess you can make buddies with J.J. Uh, Abrams. And, I guess you uh, can, yeah. Get this, uh, give you, get in and get yourself a uh, a nice cameo. So, uh, but other than that, I, I went with my wife. She she's definitely she's she's not much of an original series person. She's more of a a next generation. Oh, and she she ranked it. She ranked it. She ranked it like number three or four. But that's only because you got the two. Her first contact and uh, I think one other uh, next generation movie stuck up there. So I mean, uh, so she and she enjoyed it, you know. But uh, other than that, you know, I had a, had a great time. Uh, can't wait for the next one. Definitely take the took that bitter taste of Wolverine out of my mouth <laughs> from Which, last week. Uh, did uh, has but, anyone here at this table seen the Wolverine movie? I have. I haven't. Yeah, I I just don't have an oh, interest guys, in seeing it. <laughs> I Gosh, wanted to you know, see it, but I started hearing all these negative things about it, and I'm like, eh. see it, see it at you know, see it matinee, discount theater, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I spent, I spent seven bucks on it, and that was uh, six a bucks bit too much. much. You know, oh, when, when we're done here tonight, when we're done here and we wrap up, I'm gonna go watch Star Trek again. Okay, just, the movie. Cool. Have you already saw it? You already saw it twice. Have you already? You <laughs> yeah, it I've seen it twice, but I want to see it again. And you know what? I'm going to yeah. pay twelve bucks again to see it on that same screen. <laughs> nice. Oh, you can buy a sweet. Blu-ray yeah. for that, man. Hey, oh, I'm glad. No, we, I'm glad we caught you. Yeah, hey, I'm glad to talk. Well, you know, guys, I really. I, now let me ask you: Do you guys want me to send you any more lists? Because I know I really. Because uh, I used to see the emails with all my. Uh, List when I was going back and reviewing all your episodes. No, they're said, fun, man. You mean? Are, yeah, I, are you talking about the uh, like one through ten and? Yeah, I was sending you like the ones about the the top five uh, uh, roles played by Star Trek characters who uh, in non in non Star Trek roles. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> yes. I stopped, please. I stopped it. 
I stopped at 40, so I need to I need to really get back. I, I mean, I may actually have to go back and re-listen to the episodes to kind of remember <laughs> what you guys went over. Because I remember one day it was like, like when Bill did when Bill did the classic top five Ewoks, and I said, <laughs> "Oh wow!" I said, "I said Bill's a list guy just like I am." Oh, very and definitely. He, and he mentioned, and then he, then he mentioned in one episode when I sent another list. He's like, "Hey, this guy's trying to take my stick." Kidding, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. So, but no, but no, yeah, I know. But uh, but yeah, I really I need to I need to kind of back on it because I was trying to get busy to catch up on the uh, all the episodes. So okay, I will definitely. Uh, I'll get back on that. I'll get back on that. Nice. So, anyway, guys. Get some list supplementation going yep. on. Yep. Well, anyway, guys, it was great talking to you. Uh, like I always say, you keep making them, I'll keep listening. And uh, wait to hear the uh, whole episode. Great, man. Thank, thanks for thanks listening, too. We really appreciate it. All right. You guys take it easy. Take care, All brother. Right, bye. Right. All right. Bye. Bill's doing a little bit of repair work here. How bad is it, Bill? Did the, did the uh, a frame fell? We had a lovely shot of the uh, ceiling fan right <laughs> Oh, I forgot the camera was mounted to that. Yeah, yeah, Does anybody on the thing, problem. anybody on the chat go, what's up with the picture? No, I don't think anybody's Is your picture listening. okay? All right. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a plastic frame. Oh, okay. One more thing about my experience last night in the movie theater. Um, you know where we were sitting, right? That yep. was, they had the ledge. And so the guy on the very end uh, had to... Um, go to the bathroom apparently, and okay. he didn't want to walk all the way past everybody. So he decides in the middle of the movie to actually climb over that wall, <laughs> right? And he apparently thought he knew what he was doing, but he tripped or something and fell further out than he had intended right. and actually landed up against the backside oh, of those chairs that were on that next row down. Uh-huh. And, and like 15 people like turned around and was like, what is all the racket? And the people in this, in the, you know, that were sitting there actually got, boom! They got knocked, and oh. it was really, it was really kind of funny and sad at the same time. That's what should, happens when you take that's what's how that's what happens when you take shortcuts. You we should talk mention about that guy? this guy, yeah. While we were waiting in line, Brad, you, yeah, you, you talked talk to, to him, him longer than I did because right when I was walking in, it was kind of funny. Right when I walk in, I saw him. He had a book. And I didn't say anything. We just made eye contact. And he stood up and goes, well, hey, how are you doing? And then he gave me his whole spiel. And, but he was a nice enough guy. There's a man, uh, old gentleman, 89 years old, I think. Didn't he say he was 89 or something? 86? Yeah. Anyway, his name is Richard Jeffries, author of Beyond the Clouds. He was at the movie theater pimping his book. He wasn't able to sell it, but he was able to let us know about it and where we could get it. Long story short... He wrote a book about his brother, Walter Jeffries, who designed the actual original Enterprise. Yeah. Who was, they named the Jeffries Tubes after, mm-hmm. was this guy. And uh, Richard just sat there and talked to me and Bill for like 10 minutes, and he was a real nice guy. Really nice guy. I liked his hat. <laughs> yeah. Did, was he wearing a hat when we saw him? No. Yeah, the oh. fancy hat when I was like Did a little he? fedora. Oh. But, uh, but um, the, and he was there the second night. I was there also, and, and when I was sitting there, I, I could hear people around me going, "Yeah, the guy out front, his brother, the guy who designed the Enterprise." And he also did set design for um, Little House on the Prairie, and there was yeah. another show I couldn't remember either. But it was uh, very impressive. The book looked very impressive. It was thirty bucks. Um, you know, I didn't have that much interest to to want to buy it, but um, you know, anyone who's really into Star Trek may. may Luckily really for to. you, 
he wasn't able to sell them last night. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you didn't you didn't have to go. It sounds great, but I'd really rather not. Uh, you know, it wasn't know. even an option for you to buy it last night. Yeah, well, I, I just ca- Oh, you couldn't buy it from him? Mm-mm. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Hey, I forgot I brought something for a special. Oh, you want to talk about that right now? No, I mean, it's not that. It's oh, something okay. else, but All special. I'll be right back. Okay. So, right now, I'm just kind of scrubbing through the... Uh, through, mm-hmm. through the original trailer, and I'm just kind of watching uh, it online and just kind of seeing some of the scenes that uh, that we now know what what they meant and stuff. Like the I want scene access to the soundboard where <laughs> where Kirk is looking at that ship in Iowa. You know that that wasn't the Enterprise being built on land on Terra Firma. That was just another Enterprise. That was just another starship because the Enterprise was done. Remember that? But there, it, it's very hard to say anything bad about about the Star Trek movie. It was just it was so good. It's almost like Jeff Johns like if they gave Jeff Johns the job to reboot it, he would do something this good and this creative and this uh this interesting. He's giving us more light. I wonder if that's what I think it is in that cooler. Brad because I meant to bring something today, but there wasn't time. Uh, so those, those white curtains have just been blowing the whole background out this entire show. It's been All right, well, really hard anyway, to deal with. I saw these in the store, and we talked about them before, part. but I thought we might as well have one on our big show. Okay. Uh, that's what I was going to bring. What the heck is this? That's an Arnold Palmer there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> there you go, bro. Oh, Brad, you don't know how close I came to buying this today. This is actual Arnold Palmer. Wow. Half and half iced tea and lemonade. Now, have you tried this yet, Brad? Arizona tea. Um, no. Okay. Bill, have you You obviously haven't tried I want you guys I've, to try it because I have, and I just want to see your faces when you drink them. All right. Huh? So, look, it's got Arnold Palmer on the front. One third less calories. This is the light version. That's great. All right, here we go. I want you and Bill to drink it at the same time. Is this I carbonated? See your no. no. Yeah, yeah. open okay. it up. All right. What happened? I don't I'm know. Pouring, There's th- oh wait. Yeah. Stop. Uh, oh, that was strange. Oh. Yeah. Let's not uh, pour. I know anything. what happened. Hmm? Oh, was he hitting the uh, the power button down yeah. there? Crack yours open. Yeah, he likes the power. He likes power buttons. The crack yours open. And let's take a drink together. So I'm I'm marking my uh. I got it marked. Gross. Okay. Yeah, Sage, think, you're about uh, to get locked out. Dude. I think nobody's calling us anymore. So okay, okay. this will be. I mean, it's a good two-hour show. So. Yeah. All right. So, um, oops. Let's end with this. Then I'll read the boilerplate. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Let me. I'm going to turn this. You know what? I'll leave it on. Do not disturb. All Brody, right. thanks uh, for calling everyone who thank participated. You for calling. We Bye, really guys. Appreciate it. Brody says, "Keep right. your lemons out of my sweet tea." <laughs> There's your. Uh, Half nice. Half. Let's okay. Here we go. Are you going to drink yeah. it? Too free? Well, I want to see you drink it first, then I'm going to drink it. All right. Bottoms up. All right. Here we Palmer. go. There you go. Arnold Palmer. So let's see. That's pretty good. Brad, that is really pretty good. It's more Palmer than Arnold, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I was not impressed. Here, I'll drink mine. Really? I Did you that's... pour some in the cup? Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I must have gotten a bad batch the first time I had it. That's actually really good. This is actually pretty good. I, I was honestly, I was not expecting to like it, but I do like it. The first now, one I got, Brad, so was you. bitter, and I was, was just like, really? "Oh, this does have bitter. high fructose corn syrup." Oh in my! It, but it also has Splenda. Okay, so oh. that's why it's one third less calories. Okay, it, so it's, it's like got real the, sugar. It's like the C two. Well, if you, if you of, would uh, call 
Uh, yeah, Splenda's not really sugar. sugar. It's a no, sugar derivative. High fructose? Is that yeah. real sugar? No. Hey, uh, you want a couple of uh, Omnimax fun facts? Omnimax fun facts. Go! I've been waiting for this. Uh, the uh, Now, this may be just the Cincinnati Theater, but I'm going to assume that these uh, fun facts uh, are, are pretty standard for Omnimax theaters. The theater floor is tilted at a 30-degree angle. The lamp used to light the screen in the Omnimax, a 15,000-watt water-cooled xenon arc lamp, which costs $5,000 and lasts for only 1,000 hours before it becomes prone to explosion and must wow. be removed. Yes. Uh, the lamp was originally developed to eliminate the launch pads at Cape Canaveral for <laughs> night launches to the moon. Um, we all know it's a 70-millimeter frame. Uh, that 70-millimeter that frame is 10 times larger than a conventional 35-millimeter frame. Wow. It's not twice as big. It's 10 times as big. That, I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize it. Uh, which means that when uh, Omnimax is running 24 frames a second, um, that's five and a half feet of film per second. Wow. And two and a half miles of film for a 40-minute movie. So do the math. I mean, for uh, uh, no, for, for conventional film, you're talking like not, seven and a half. I didn't know math was going to be involved. Yeah, I didn't well, math but you're talking like seven and a half miles. Oh yeah, okay. Aliens, if it was on IMAX, seven and a half miles of film, now which I think I, is awesome. That I'd see. Uh, no, each print uh, for the Omnimax theater weighs two hundred pounds and is worth twenty five thousand dollars. How they make a profit? So there you go. Omnimax, uh, and that's the uh, that's the curved Omnimax. Um, um, uh, things and stuff, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm I'm still uh, I I, I keep uh, um, I keep not writing uh, the uh, the intro for this handy segment. So my well, we we've been doing pretty good at, at at winging it. So yeah, but still, you know, still. And now, a reading from the Book of Dune. I'm trying to trying to remember if I've already read this once or not. Chances are you haven't. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's a big book. Okay. Does the <laughs> we're waiting? What <laughs> we're waiting? I was starting, <laughs> and then all of a sudden Frank decided to get all uppity and in my face, and all like, "What are you talking about, girl?" And I'm like, "What are you looking at, girl? I'll, uh-uh. I'll take you outside." And then he's like, "Uh uh-uh. uh," and I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. uh." Uh-uh. Yeah. All right, so uh, back to the book. Okay. Uh, <laughs> reading for the Book of Dune. Take one. But listen to this. I know I've already done that. Just Come on, I'm hungry. Here Let's go. Go. I love how you right. milk this segment. <laughs> this is his 15 minutes. <laughs> it is. I he know. makes it last 15 hours. Go! Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Go. Does the prophet see the future, or does he see a line of weakness, a fault, or cleavage that he may shatter with words or decisions as a diamond cutter shatters his gem with a blow of a knife? That was the Book of Dune. Okay, great. <laughs> it kind of takes away from the moment when you when you don't take it as seriously as you, you gotta take used it seriously, to. Bill. This I was important. taking that very seriously. It's all Palmer's good. It deserves context. Okay, you want me to do boilerplate? Boilerplate. Um, so, are sure. there any Star Trek thoughts that we have not uh, that oh, we you have not warped across? Uh, I don't necessarily have any. I just want to make sure. It's kind of like when you do an idiot check when you leave a hotel okay. room. You want to make sure your wallet's not under the uh, mattress. I took notes in last night's showing, and 
I've, I mean, I've mentioned every note I took. Okay, so. since we're doing let the Star Trek movie uh, thing. Um, let me check my notes real fast. I'm going to check my notes. Uh, the fact that there's two Spocks is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I do wonder if... Um, uh, did that Spock... Um, so 616 Spock comes through the uh, the black hole and ends up in the Ultimate Universe along with Ultimate Spock. And so... I just thought that was really interesting that apparently Spock, uh, that's 616 Spock. They can well, always bring him back, you know, the 616 universe somehow. They do it all the time. But um, he is gone from our. But yeah, he's that's that is as far as we know. That's how he leaves. Yeah. Our universe. Oh, I know what I was thinking. So, yes. so the franchise from this point on with the books and stuff like that. I wonder how they're going to label them. Well, are they going to put Kirk on the cover? Or are they going to put uh, this act, this new crew on yeah, the cover? It's going to be Shatner. I mean, is, is it going to be called Star Trek Ultimate or or Star Trek New Timeline or It'll what? It'll probably be, you know, either a picture of Shatner or a picture yeah. of Chris Pine. It'll be based uh-huh. based on Star Trek by J.J. Abrams. And uh, and how long till that book comes out to where both of them meet? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that book's probably already being written as we speak. William Shatner is probably writing it. Yeah. William Shatner. Oh, that reminds um, me. Let's see if I can find it. Go ahead. Yeah, I read something about uh, Shatner uh, talking about bringing uh, the character Kirk back, um, and I think it was a literary reference, not a uh, not a filmic reference. So I don't think you have to worry about seeing Shatner in um, you know the next Star Trek. Well, he's movie. already brought Shatner back in a few books. Yeah, I've got uh, the audio book of the Return, which I thought was a really good read. I'd like to uh, hear an unabridged version of that. I love read that it, book, I suppose. actually. I thought really? it was really good. Yeah. Um, see, I've, I've got the impression it was like two cassettes, so it must have been, uh, must have been it's either a short book or an abridged uh, audio book. Yeah, I, but I thought that was a cool story. I haven't read many uh, of the original series. The one that I could not stand, I got about halfway through it with Spock's World. Okay. That did, was from the original that, series. That was hard to read. Hard that was read. hard to read. Yeah. It just wasn't good. I think I read more more <laughs> next gen books, but it was just kind of I'd pick one up, read it. Yes, I did read the uh, X Men uh, 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 X Men meet uh, the next generation. That was kind of funny. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's very JLA Avengers, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, someone named Green Skeleton is uh, wondering oh. if it's too late to call in. Um, we are kind of wrapping up. Yeah, let's go. Tell them to call in. Yeah, wait. Um, I have to. Oh, I have to. Do we assemble. have to reengage? Have to reassemble the phone. Eh, we could we could tell uh, uh, Mr. Skeleton that uh, he does Oceanverse. Oh, okay, okay. Look, William uh, William. Shatner, so is that is that Schwartz? Schwartz. Mike Schwartz. <laughs> William Shatner twitters during uh, the new Star Trek movie. Well, while he's watching it. Yeah, while he's watching it. Wow. <laughs> um, popcorn not buttery enough. Going back for more. Line too long. Must dip into. No, where'd it go? Uh, come on. I must uh, dip into my emergency butter supply in my pants. This is Magic and this is Jack. Okay, thank you. A crappy seat. George DeKine boyfriend making out behind me. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> George coughing now. I think he has the swine flu. Not George, just some Asian guy. Tough to tell them apart. Ooh. Movie started. <laughs> Let's see what this crap is all about. <laughs> Seen one hour of movie and I'm totally confused. WTF? What's with the robot? The police robot? Darn it. Wrong screening. This is Terminator Salvation. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess uh, so that um, 
And then he goes, finally, in right screening room now, look at all these losers dressed up in costumes. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy wearing costume. Really? The ears too? Really, Lenny? Movie has started. Opening credits. Just boo J.J. Abrams' name. <laughs> Here's the golden boy, Chris Pine. Give me a break. Awful, awful, awful. Chris Pine is overacting badly. Check out my acting skills. And he provides a tiny URL. <laughs> and he says, uh, well, Pine does have some nice abs, nice cheekbones, strong arms, firm buttocks. Reminds me of a young me. Is it hotter here or is it me? One hour into movie, I'm setting my phaser on board. Wait a minute. Awesome special effects. It's like I'm, it's like I'm watching Star Wars. Chris Pine just mispronounced sabotage. <laughs> what a jerk. This is how you say it. And he provides another tiny URL. This ki- Pine kid is not a good actor. Struggling here. I always nail my lines. Whoa, movie's <laughs> over. Guess I fell asleep. Theater empty. Pants gone. Butter gone. Frowny face. Nice. That's funny. Shatner's great. <laughs> okay. Is, says is, uh, uh, Logan McLeod says, best thing about Pine, no Shatnerizations. <laughs> is, is Mike going to call? Tell Mike to call. Uh, Brody is God says, best thing about Shatner, his Shatnerizations. <laughs> <laughs> is Mike going to call? I don't know. Uh, green Skeleton says, I'm back. And then I said, Green Skeleton, call in. There Baby. you go. There he is. Hey, Mike. That's a crazy sound. Is this Mike? Yo. Hello. Yeah. Mike. Hey, How's I it going? I thought I missed it. How's the Schwartz treating you? Uh, it's, it's going good. Going good. <laughs> That's great. Uh, we were about to wrap up, but but yeah, but we got you in time. So uh, so what did you think of Star Trek? Wait, what? That came out? <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, no. Oh, you totally missed it. Thanks for calling, Mike. See you later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that didn't last I'm long. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> no, what would you think, Mike? I I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I saw it about yesterday morning. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't hear your guys' opinions because uh, I just got on the computer. Um, but I, I I thought it was great. It was... um. It's kind of the Star Trek movie I always wanted to see. In 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 that, I mean, I always like Star Trek, and but, but I always thought the movies could use a little more. Um, I don't want to say like Star Wars dog fights and big space battles, but uh, you know, I, I was I was younger when the movies when the Star Trek movies came out, so I, I guess I got a little bored sometimes by a lot of the talking scenes and the exposition, which I probably would like more now, older, but. Uh, um, this was kind of cool because it, it was it was more action packed and it was um, it was it was it was a crowd pleaser. I don't think it, it seems that it, it'd be hard not to like it yeah. unless you're really going to pick it. And that that's a great way to describe it. I think it was a crowd pleaser. I mean, yeah. because every I think anybody on any level can enjoy this movie. There was tons of laughter. Yeah, both times I saw. Yeah, it, it was funny. I, I I find myself laughing out loud quite a few times. And by the way, Mike, all three of us here loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. We In all... fact, everybody who's called, nobody has not liked I it. I think the worst we've got... Uh, we've, was... we've had the nitpick to find things wrong. Well, with. Uh, yeah, but we've, of the, the callers we've had, I think you know the, the, worst, we've, the worst we've gotten is, uh, I'd put it uh, maybe uh, fourth best uh, Star Trek movie behind like Wrath of Khan and First Contact <laughs> and you know, Voyage Home, stuff like that. So uh, 
Um, yeah, yeah but, I get that. Um, but is that really, you know, it's kind of unfair to compare it. It's like comparing Batman Begins with, say, like the, the Keaton Batman. Well, that's you know what, what I, mean? I said, it's, too, but yeah. I'm, apparently I'm in the minority. And I'm such, a, I'm such a jackass devil's advocate that I had to uh, take the opposite uh, side of the fence just, just to be like that. Uh, my my point was that no Star Trek is Star Trek. You know, if you can compare Enterprise to D Space Nine of the old series, you can compare this movie to Nemesis, you know, <laughs> or Star Trek Two. It's it's same same damn thing. Although you know the whole point that uh, you know that this movie turned out to be you know the ultimate universe versus uh, you know the regular canon six one six universe, it does make you wonder exactly. too. Um, that's that, that, the other point when I was looking up. Um uh, some of the talk back on on the boards, you know, people were like four pages full of is it a re- is it a reboot? Is it an alternate timeline? Yeah. Do you think as comic readers who deal with multiple Earths, alternate <laughs> timeline, there shouldn't be a problem? I mean, it, it, essentially, what they did in Star Trek was what they did in Back to the Future Two. Uh, it, there's something happens back in time, and it, it causes back a fork and throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Huey Lewis. Anyway, Huey Lewis just broke into our bedroom. But there's two realities that exist at the same time, and you can still, you know, the the Shatner Nimoy Star Trek still exists. It's not negated, and but you have this new one, like you said, the six one six and the ultimate. That's a great way to, of describing it. That's I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. I mean, and you're right. I mean, the 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 sci-fi audience today is sophisticated. You know, we we've we've seen that kind of thing before. Um, I, I just you know, don't have a problem with it in the world. I just think it's interesting that this doesn't, you know, you've got a new universe to play in. And it makes you wonder, yeah. too, because you've seen, you know, especially with, um, you know, the, the, the Brandon Braga stuff. Um, you know, you've seen a million episodes. You know, Yesterday's Enterprise is just the one that's coming right to my head. Right. Where they go, you know, through the wormhole, they're back in time, they change the future, but they're trying to attack uh, Abrams and company are because back in the old days, you change the past, and then you had to find the magical reset button. Right, and, and there is there no was reset. No, there was no looking for a reset button in this movie. There was no reset button that was pressed, and there was no reset. And so, you know, I think, just think it's interesting that the, for the first time, you've got, you know, you're truly spawning a, a new continuum, you know, instead of right, just yeah, fixing the one back. you're used to. Yeah, And, and I, yeah, I think... Because- People tend to forget that you know the, these are real actors and they age and just we just can't do anything with those original actors anymore. I mean, we have to, we we need new blood, new actors. I don't know, have you seen Chevy Chase try to be funny lately? Yeah. It's not good. You know. My my one my one complaint though, and it's not it's not about the story or anything, but I think. Did you guys talk about like all the the lens flares and the glares in the movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brad had a problem with way that. too much of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I didn't well, even notice it, but uh, these cats definitely did. I I I actually really liked it in the movie because it it really made you feel like you were you were on the bridge. You know, you're kind of like in the middle of uh, of what was happening in the in the scene. But but my complaint is that now I think we'll be having to deal with about three to five years of movies. Uh, trying to use that less talented directors and crappier films <laughs> trying to use all that it's kind of like, like bullet time you know how the matrix did it and then <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's exactly it. what brad was saying earlier and next thing you know they're you're using it not just another teen movie yeah yeah <laughs> so i i think uh you know the next uh few years of action movies will be really glary <laughs> hey yeah. I, you know let, let me bring this up and i thought this was, and i wasn't sure how i was going to 
take this, but they really did incorporate the uniforms, the original uniforms, and made them look good. I mean, sure, yeah. the uh, the you know, there were there were uh, women in there wearing the miniskirt and the big boots and. And the it hair, did good. you notice the hair up yeah. on the top of the head, too? Yeah. You want to know something? Those original uniforms did look good, okay? <laughs> I mean, I... They, they, for me, they never screamed like some type of military thing. It was just kind of... It just felt like a sweatshirt, you know? Yeah. And then Seeing well, Kirk walk out in the yellow command gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, what I awesome. liked was the... I like the original, like the cage where no man has gone before look, where especially in the cage where they actually put their jackets on before they went, you know, <laughs> earthside. And they, you know, instead of, you know, instead of just Velcroing the Mark II phaser to their hip, they actually put on that kind of tan, you know, suede looking, you know, <laughs> belt like apparatus. Mm-hmm. I just, I just thought that was a great look. And, you know, uh, it's too bad they, uh, you know, had to go all sleek and sophisticated. Yeah. Well, I did like the uniforms of this. I thought they worked perfectly. I never thought they were cheese. Yeah. Yeah, and if if um if if you happen to get like a very high res picture of the uniforms, if you look close, like the the texture that's on it, yeah, they're all little tiny Starfleet symbols. Really, really, I kind of they kind of yeah. reminded me a little bit like fish scales, just a little bit. I thought it was a houndstooth pattern. I looked. To me, like the way the Spider-Man costume looks yes, in the yes. Sam Raimi Spider-Man yeah, movies. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, because um, um, for the company I work for, we've been designing T-shirts for the movie, and uh, we got to see some, some high-res pictures of it. And, yeah, they're actually pretty pretty uh, pretty detailed with uh, the little Starfleet symbols all over the place. Now, what did wow. your wife think of the movie? What's that? What did your wife think of the movie? She, uh, she didn't go see it. Okay. Um, we're probably, we're probably going to go next week. I just went with my buddy uh, okay. yesterday. Because uh, she, she's never really seen Star Trek at all. But, um, you know, she's been hearing all the reviews saying that you don't need to be a fan. Uh, you, you can just be, you can go in blind and enjoy it for what it is. And I, I definitely think that's true. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll probably go next weekend. Cool, cool. Yeah, I agree with that statement, too. I think they give you enough of the backstory and stuff like that that, that – uh that anyone can understand it. Yeah, and, and my wife, um, she just was doing backflips uh, after the movie was over. She could not believe how much she liked it. So there's some hope. Yeah. And if I could give a quick plug, if you would like to buy official Star Trek the movie merchandise, <laughs> you can go to uh, popfunk.com, P-O-P-F-U-N-K. That's our, really? our company's, uh, yeah, that's our company's uh, retail website where you can go on there. And, uh, we, yeah, we do have a lot of movie shirts, and we also have shirts for uh, the classic series, the Next Generation. Uh, we even have an Enterprise shirt, and people have been buying it. Wow, cool. That is shocking. Well, speaking of that, let's also plug your uh, your website, your uh, your comic strip, Oceanverse. How can they see it? Oceanverse.com. Oceanverse.com. Yep. Updated. Yep. A new strip goes up tomorrow, All right. and it kind of kicks off... Uh, a, a new story arc. It, it continues from what just happened, but it's uh, this is going to be the, the big action scene. So. Very cool. Hey, I just pulled up the pop funk, <laughs> and I'm looking at these shirts. I want the Know Your Spock. <laughs> I want Good the, Spock. Evil Spock. I want the one that has Riker on it that says, I'm number one. Yeah. <laughs> these are great shirts, man. How to perform the Vulcan nerve pinch. <laughs> and the one with Uhura says, set phasers on stunning. <laughs> nice. I love the animated one. That's nice. Ladies man with a... That's what great. would Q do? <laughs> These are awesome. Don't phase me, bro. Don't phase me, bro. <laughs> okay, how to trouble with tribbles? They're crazy delicious. 
That's awesome. No Klingons. Okay, so party like a Vulcan. <laughs> how to perform the Vulcan nerve pinch? Step one: sneak up behind a volunteer. <laughs> Step two: place hand over <laughs> the trapezius nerve uh, bundle at the base of the neck. Three: apply generous amounts of pressure until a volunteer faints. I like the one on the Great. second page. It's got yeah, I, I designed that one. The Vulcan nerve pinch. Oh, you! Oh, did awesome. you. oh man! The one on the, on the second page makes me laugh. I'm jealous. It's a picture of Kirk, what would Spock, do? McCoy, and a guy in a red shirt, and underneath it it says, "Guess who won't be making it back." <laughs> That's awesome. that one's Dude, they've got specific episodes. Like you can buy yeah. a shirt for episode nineteen arena with the uh the Gorn. Oh da, yeah. Da, 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 you guys have a licensing agreement or are you just like totally pirating all this stuff? What what's that? Are you just totally pirating this or do you have like some kind of licensing agreement with them? No, no, this this is official stuff. Okay. Um Yeah, yeah, no, this this is all fishy licensed apparel. Uh and and what what's cool with with uh, the way the the company runs is that uh, we do a lot of these shirts print on demand, so we're able to do nice you know very specific shirts down to the episode like Brad was talking about, and uh, that way if someone wants it, you can just place an order and then we can print it, and we don't have to have uh, you know boxes and boxes of of uh, inventory right. in the back. I I do like these poppy versions of Kirk and uh, on page three. There's they're like little poppy versions of the characters. Yeah. Did you design any of those? Like the cartoon ones? Yeah. yeah. The, the cartoon ones, sort of? Yeah. Um, I did put a few of those together. A lot of that was artwork that uh, CBS provided. Like uh, like they drew all those little guys. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, I like and, the one uh, on page three that, that shows uh, the animated versions of Spock, Kirk, and, and Scotty. And it, underneath it, it says... Chicks dig the uniform, <laughs> and next yeah. to that is a picture of Bones with the with the phrase, "Are you out of your Vulcan mind?" Yes, he said that in the movie. He did, man. That's it tickled me to death. That boy, that may have been uh, one of the the biggest crowd moments of that movie. Oh, I love the last one on page four. It's the Star Trek with the rainbow burst and all yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> All the characters and stars. If that's I buy funny. that I pink swear to God. shirt for you, will you wear it? Uh, Dude, I, I would have to wear it, wouldn't I? <laughs> did we, we either saw that T-shirt or something very similar to it at the uh, the Sci-Fi Expo-a-thon we went to. This is fun, man. You have a cool job. You got some good stuff. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing, um, actually doing some more Star Trek stuff because we, being that it sounds so well and... Uh, you know they they want to see more uh, specific, like right down to the uh, the characters uh, going into the next generation and and maybe a few DS nine uh, stuff, like Ooh. so we can it looks have like a Picard shirt and a Worf shirt. I'd buy an Elam Garrick DS nine shirt. That'd be awesome. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm looking at your DC um, your DC line of stuff. Oh, you got a lot of sh- a lot of Captain Marvel shirts. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the DC Originals line. That's a, a lot of kind of classic. Uh, God, you got a cool artwork. job, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm jealous. But um, with, with the DCO, being that uh, you brought that up, we, I just finished designing. Uh, it, did you see it on the comic forums where I posted like a, a poll on which character you'd like to see as a shirt? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because um, we. 
we just got Warner Brothers just gave us a whole bunch of uh, um, new images to use, and they're getting uh, you know very Z-less characters. Uh, a lot of them, um, I think, a lot of it's from the Superpowers action figure. So there's like a Cyclotron and Samurai and uh, a lot of the New Gods characters, like the '80s designs of them. So uh, I just got done doing like an Orion shirt, Mr. Miracle, Beauty. Mr. Mine. So th- th- those should be up. Um, I-, I think we're holding off on those until the next catalog, which should be out in August. And I-, I think they'll be up on the website by that time as well. You know, I- I'd like to think that there's a lot of room for those Z-list characters, but um, maybe not. But, uh, you know, the Z-list characters are so much fun, you know, and, and it's uh, real fans appreciate it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when I'm, when I did the poll, I noticed very high amount for robots. For for what? Sad. So if oh, you want, we lost you there for a sec. Say it again, Mike. 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 Well, dang, nabbit. We'll never find out what I happened. Know. I know. He's gone. Mike, is he still? That's on too bad because Brody, there? Brody was wondering why there were Survivor shirts on page four. Yeah, that's just kind of suppose, of, Is Mike still online over there? Suppose we'll never know. Uh, Green skeleton, yes. Tell him we're sorry that we lost him. But yeah. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up. I can still see him there. I see him right there on his uh, his little web camera. Um, he's looks like he's looking down at a cell phone or something. So uh, <laughs> he's shaking it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, oh, he's being, is that a gun? No, <laughs> no, no! Don't do it. No, he's back on the. Uh, he's, he says he got cut off. He okay, says, call him well, Tom, Thanks for calling, Mike. I think and, you, you uh, may hear a do do here in a second or two. We will. Uh, we're going to wrap up. Yeah, I'm we got to wrap up. Plus, this is a two and a half hour show, so wow. that's a good show, uh, my friends. Uh, one more record setting show. <laughs> so all let right. me get uh, the uh, boilerplate really out here. Digging all this, uh, all these shirts too. Uh, all right, Brad, you ready? That's a great job. Thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dude podcast. It comes out every Thursday on this same feed. This week, they'll start the new maxi-series by examining DC's New Frontier by Darwin Cook. Visit our website, halfhourwasted.com, to check out our blogs, forum, photos, and more. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972 798 3830. Don't tell me what to do. You can also drop us an individual email at Brad, Frank, or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. Visit our sponsor, DCBService.com. And remember, till next week. <laughs> if it's not a half next hour week, wasted, it's next week, not good. Yeah, next something. week, we'll announce the winner of our wasting time photo thing. We just didn't get to it today. Okay. Until next week, well, I'm Frank. They don't know they've won yet. They can probably stand away another week. I'm Frank. Ich bin Bill. Soy Mayomo Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you, Limp Biscuit. Don't forget Limp Biscuit. <laughs>